pioneers of esports podcast. Get ready. We're awesome. This is great. Dorian's just a madman. I'm, I'm, I had, I worked See two, ya. I worked my two jobs today and took a two hour nap and here I am and Zach's pushing through his camera problems and had to, has, oh, had his, had man. his uh, laryngitis thing on Tuesday. So we're freaking great. I, love I would freaking love Ooh. a nap at some point. Throat <laughs> coat is phenomenal. Throat coat, good, 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 uh, good endorsement deal on that. Works wonders. Throat coat. It's nice to officially meet you, Dorian. I know we chatted on Facebook a little bit before. Yeah, very nice to meet you too, Zach. Very cool. Thanks for joining us, by the way. Oh, ready absolutely. To, ready to just jump right in? Let's get it going. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm I've been recording. ready. I've been asking. I've been asking Chris about this since like the world championships last year. So awesome. Well, welcome everybody. Looks like uh, today we have a special guest with us. We've got Zach Hendricks in the house. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. What up? It's good to be here. I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> a champion <laughs> in the midst. Love it. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. So, um, Hey, let's just start right out. Why don't you give us a little uh, background on why we asked you to be here today? What, what is it that you did in the gaming world that makes you special? Well, the thing that makes me special is <laughs> in 2010, Nintendo held their first nationwide competition since uh, PowerFest 94, and that was the Wii Game Summer 2010, and I kind of won the whole thing for the team category. They nice. still had categories back back in my day. They still had separate categories. You can say that now. It's been eight years. <laughs> yeah, it's eight been... years, man. It'd be nine. Funny years how time a few flies. Days. Yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about the tournament. What was it that uh, that you had to do? How did you give us just the background on the actual tournament? What did you have to do to win? And what were the different divisions? So, this tournament was set up extremely similar to the original Nintendo World Championships in terms of. There's the age brackets, there's, there's six age categories. They all had two players per team, except for the family category, which had four people. But it was a five-week nationwide tour of every Six Flags location. Uh, Centr not Central Park, uh, the one in Jersey, the really the other one in Jersey. I can't think of right the place the right now. Or something? It's, it's nighttime here, but... Uh, <laughs> They had they had the grand opening ceremony at uh, whatever the big park in Jersey is, mm -hmm. and uh, basically after five weeks, the top people from each category in each location were flown out to Redondo Beach right near LA to compete in the grand championships, and there was a semifinals the first day, or there was a the first day we were there was media day, and then it was semifinals the second day, and then the third day, there's the I believe the third day and fourth day were the finals finals for the all the categories, and we had to play Mario Kart, Wii, New Super Mario Bros, uh, Wii Sports Resort, bowling and basketball, and then Wii Fit. Hula hoop. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. And so you came out on top, huh? Yep. So you I mentioned know, teams division. Yeah, what we were in. 
we were in the teen division. There was a there's a family category as I mentioned that had that was the only team with four people. So so is it team or teen? I just want to make sure I understand. <laughs> They're all teams, but I was in the teen team. Got it. Okay, teen team. <laughs> if you want to get <laughs> more confusing, the adult team that one was named Double Team, so it was Team Double Team. But the person who who did their uh, audition, I don't know what the, their initial tryout, put their name down wrong. They wanted to be Team Team Team, but then they oh, put good. Team Double Team instead. So it's just a, <laughs> a lot of teens and teams, and it's teaming with things. Oof, but nice. yeah, we were the there's the teen category, the family category parent and child the parent and teen adult and super adult i love that one they had the senior super adult they yeah had, they had the senior citizens because the the we was the big let's get the blue ocean right. strategy so let's get everybody involved so so what was the age range for that uh 55 plus i think ah, i wouldn't have made that darn it <laughs> <laughs> well very cool all right so then um what what was how did you find out about the uh, how did you find out about the tournament? What made you decide to compete in it? And did you already know going in that you're like you know what I'm the best I'm going to win this? So I was at my friend Frank's house and he's been my best friend since preschool and which is super weird because he moved away in first grade and I moved away in second grade but <laughs> I, don't, so I don't know how that worked kept that bond yeah yeah but uh, so I went to I went to his house like I tried to do every summer. And we were going to go to Six Flags, and he was like, hey, uh, Six Flags is, has got this thing going on, uh, this Nintendo competition, and we should totally try it because I'm pretty good and you're just a solid G. So, And I was like, all right. And uh, we got there. We came. We saw. We conquered. But I hadn't <laughs> played... I hadn't played three out of the five games, so I was I didn't expect anything of it because mm -hmm. I've only I only played uh, what is it? I didn't play basketball. I only played Mario Kart, and then I played the I played the Super Mario Bros at his house a tiny bit to practice, but we had sure. no clue what what we were practicing. We were just playing Mario. We didn't know we had to run through the coin battle, mm. and then I kind of. I never did Wii Sports Resort Bowling, which has the Motion Plus. I always did the other Wii Bowling. So that was actually horrendous during the... <laughs> yeah, that did not work out the way I thought it would. But Mario Kart and Mario Bros were the highest rated, highest scored games. Kind of like how how uh, Tetris, Dr. Mario mm -hmm. and Tetris were in the past. Right. And I already had a few unofficial world records in Mario Kart at the time. Nice. So, yeah, it was really, it just all worked out really well. And it was the second to last week, I believe. Let me see here. We played on... Nine, uh, September 2nd. What, what is it you're looking at there? I'm looking at kind of a schedule from back then or no so these are the players badges that we had to wear. ah nice there was there it's was cool. there was a guest badge we all could bring a guest with and then there was a, a media badge mm -hmm. but on the back of that 
we have our category. Ah, uh, yes. Our like our 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 personal identification, and I knew it said the date, and it says uh, September second, but uh, maybe. But that was actually during the competition, so that's not the day I tried out. We tried out in July, I believe. Mm-hmm. July twenty something, but uh technology had existed now at this point unlike past competitions yeah so you could go on the internet and check your standings nice mm. and this is, mul- you, this is went- just rewinding a little bit this is multiple weeks at the same location so every yes. location was open for five weekends you said no the entire competition was open for five weekends some competitions were only open one weekend some were open two or three. Some were open five. Weird. The one I went to, Six Flags Great America, was open for all five weekends. Yay, consistency. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. When, and were they getting a lot of, like, since this is, I mean, going to Six Flags is a little bit different than going to a Best Buy or going to a convention center or a store. What were the crowds like at these things? Because, I mean, Six Flags is kind of expensive to get into. And so, I mean, you, you kind of have to be, like, really dedicated to drop your hundred bucks for a team of two to get in just to get into a nintendo tournament it's a pretty high ceiling or or threshold i should say not ceiling but Mm -hmm. yeah i know the lines were the lines are pretty decent and i think that has to do with the fact that it was a free activity right and it had and it's the wii the wii was in its in its heyday still oh yeah so so you did have to pay park admission to get into this tournament huh yep interesting okay yeah i mean 94 we were in like walmart parking i mean well not sometimes the parking lots and sometimes inside the store you know stuff like that so it was kind of easy to get into of course in uh in 1990 they just basically rented gigantic venues and Mm -hmm. you know everything was kind of you pay a pay a buck to play or something silly like that so that's an interesting way of doing it yeah and i'm really interested in finding out because you know, like you said, in 1990, you pay a buck to play or something like that. And Nintendo hasn't released any numbers for any other competitions. So <laughs> no, of course not. I want to I want to know. Just because I want to know for me, it doesn't even matter. But I've been saying for years, this is the biggest Nintendo competition ever. They haven't said official numbers, but they said it was a uh, over 200,000 teams, if I'm remembering correctly, and I asked a few other people, and they said, yeah, and I'm like, okay, most teams are two people, family category was four, Six Flags is kind of a family thing, though, so it could be anywhere between 400,000 at the lowest and 1.2 million at the highest, but in order for it to be 1.2 million, it would have had to all be family categories, right? Yeah. and I'm there, so clearly it wasn't, (laughs) but... (laughs) But it's just like uh, Thor said something in our in our group chat about uh, the original being bigger. And I was just like, I'm not trying to argue at all. I really just want to know because I don't want to I don't want to go around saying, yeah, I was in the biggest Nintendo competition ever. I actually won that. It's not like I just go around saying that, but (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to say that when people are asking about the competition, if it's not true. But I yeah. don't want to stop saying that if it is true. And I'm like, Nintendo, please just give me some info here. They'd have to recognize yeah, that it even took place. That's that's the right. biggest problem oh, right now. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they hadn't they hadn't had a Nintendo World Championship since 1990, according oh, to the 2015 wow. tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And know, according, I, I to, according to the the write up on Nintendo's website, because I did a lot of uh, a lot of archive.org on Wii.com and a lot of Wii Games 2010.com and on Nintendo.com just to find every picture and image and piece of info they've had. I've got it all backed up as much as I can. Good, and in the write-up, it says it's the first time Nintendo's done done a competition of this scale since 1990. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's true, because if this isn't bigger than the World Championships, it's definitely a second. Like, there's no doubt about that. But mm-hmm. it's like, at the same time, like, how come we're not recognizing Power Fest 94 and to a lesser extent, the campus challenges. Like, yeah, and you know, it's kind of funny because with, with the campus challenges, I can understand that because they definitely did not brand it as a Nintendo World Championships event. But um, the ones who call it a Power Fest and not a Nintendo World Championships 1994 don't realize that the original tournament was called was the called 1990. Power Fest Nintendo World Championships. The 1994 was called the Nintendo Power Fest World Championships 1994. You know, so like a lot of people don't realize that they were consistent with the naming. It's just that the nickname that people used was Power Fest because the that cartridge. was kind of like, yeah, exactly. You know, that's how they that's how they referred to the cartridges. The, the cartridge funny. for 90 was the Nintendo World Championships cartridge. It's just it's just how names have evolved over time. Yeah, and it's funny because if you look at a a lot of the advertising materials from the original as it went on power fest kind of started to shrink and become secondary where in the beginning it was the biggest it was the biggest power fest and then nintendo world championships underneath but then you get to the finals and a lot of the like pamphlets and flyers that they had handed out then nintendo world championships right power fest and smaller print here is the rule book Let's get out of the glare. This is the rule book from the 94, right? Notice how it's Nintendo World Championships Power Fest is nice and small above it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's it's the same thing, right? So it's it's just kind of funny how the name has evolved over time. And so what I the point that I was trying to make is that I can understand with the campus challenge. You know, they they didn't call that a World Championships, but they most certainly called 94 the Nintendo World Championships. Yeah, it's it's still (laughs) subtitled, but like everyone's still if they don't refer to it as power fest 94, we call it the Nintendo world championships too. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know? So, you know, I, I guess I know. it just comes down to, they're all marketing events. Right. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's only as successful as it can be. And, and I get it. And from what I understand, and, th- and this was told to me by somebody who I won't rename, but it was somebody that worked for Nintendo. And he explained to me that their original idea was to do a 20th anniversary for the Nintendo World Championships 94 back in 2014, okay? And what happened was they missed the deadlines that they had to hit in order to hit that 20th anniversary mark, and then they didn't want to wait years to to do it for uh, for 1990 because they would have had to wait, you know, whatever the case may have been. So they said, you know what, let's just do it, and we'll call it the 25th anniversary. Yeah, again, and 25 years since the last big event so that that way they could just kind of focus on, well, it's been 25 years since we've had one of these big tournaments. And that kind of gave them the ability to really hype it up on stage for 2015. Mm -hmm. Now, that said, that doesn't explain why, you know, 
2010 doesn't exist because they don't even have the website for it at this point. Yep. And it's just the... in 2010, you know, the internet was around. We were all doing our research. That's how I found <laughs> out about Thor. Like, yeah. I knew about the Nintendo World Championships. Like, I knew about the carts, you know. I've been in the gaming scene, so I've always known about that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know all the details. And then I find out I'm qualifying for this competition, or I it looks like I'm going to. I still didn't know at this point. So then it's just like Wikipedia, Google search, research <laughs> away. And a lot of other people had done that too. And we were kind of, not like all of us, but a lot of us, like, we were referring to this as like the Nintendo World Championships 3, like some right. of us yeah. were. And it's just kind of kind of nuts. We were in USA Today and Nintendo Power. Mm-hmm. And now, whenever, and I don't care about me personally not being remembered, like, I could care less about that what i care about is the competition itself wasn't remembered yeah and i'm just like guys and people are like are you sure you didn't make that up and i'm like i don't know am i sure yes right yes that's awesome am i god i love that damn golden strap that 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 is is the cherry on top of that trophy my favorite so this is a custom i mean clearly it's custom because it's gold but they had a special make this wrist strap because the normal ones are way longer, but it would have been dangling past the bottom of the trophy. So I just love the fact that they're like, we really got to include the wrist strap. Let's just make smaller ones. And they included yeah. the little rubbery thing too. Cause you got a safety oh, wow. first. All right. Yep. yep. The, the... Yeah. I, I think, and this moves like I can unlatch this and wow. Yeah. Put up and That's down. a really cool trophy like, for a I, toddler. I just... It would be a working one. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot get my wrist in it, and I didn't want to keep trying after it initially wouldn't fit. No, but yeah, please don't destroy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's very cool. You see, you were a part of history. You know, you were going into there not realizing it, but you were about to become a, a an actual part of history. And that's kind of what we do on this channel. You know, it's the idea of getting these stories out there so that people know about them, so that we understand what you experienced when you went out there. I mean, I know what I experienced in '94. <laughs> Chris knows what he experienced in what ninety and twenty fifteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You skipped ninety four. <laughs> I, I was out of video oh, games right me. there. It, it, plus, I was working in college, and it was it, it. I didn't even hear about it until years later. So it was. I'd sure. heard about the blockbuster ninety four, but enough about me. I mean, the inspiration <laughs> of this podcast was when I met Zach at the twenty seventeen qualifier in Chicago. Weirdly enough, I'm there, so I had won then fifteen and. I'm not going to qualify in 17. I don't have the Mario Kart skill, but Steven Lucas is there and he he won in 91. And then mm-hmm. I meet this guy. He's got this cool wee jacket on. It's like, "Oh, what what's this?" And I've been researching the subject and I find out there's this whole damn new championship I'd never even heard of that had only happened 8 years previous and here I am talking to the champion from it. It's like and potentially the biggest. Like, yeah. I don't want to keep harping on the biggest thing. It's more, the reason I say that isn't about like, yeah, mine was the biggest. That's right. The reason I keep harping on that is because that makes it even more absurd that it's forgotten that's eight been, years later. That's been completely erased. So I've actually, I've dug up tweets from Nintendo promoting this. I found tweets on their, uh, their really old Twitter tweets and mm-hmm. they got like three, three retweets and seven likes. Oh, Wow back in twitter's infancy mm. right mm-hmm. huh well at least they were forward thinking enough to be on there right yeah so excuse me um so 
let's let's kind of drill down. So you you went? Did you go multiple weeks then, since you had five week window to do this, or how did that work out? No, I think you could only do it once because you had your own, uh, you had your specific team ID which you could use to search your team on the database. So we went. I want to say it was the second week. It might have been the third. I normally have my information a lot more straightforward, That's but right. it's like almost midnight. But uh, I want to say it was either the second or third week, and I didn't really think anything of it because bowling, I did like it was fine. I guess not. I'm used to throwing perfect games on Wii bowling, so I thought it was like terrible, you know, especially like because this is a competition and I'm like not throwing my perfect game. The basketball, I think it was like, yeah, I think maybe I made a third of the three pointers, maybe more. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Hula hoop, I don't know how to tell what's a good score. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> I didn't know That's how to great. tell what was a good score. You know, I just stand there. But Mario Kart, I killed it, like yeah. for sure. And we only could have one team member do specific events. So I was the only one out of our team who did Mario Kart. So can you, break, can you break that down a little bit more then? Do you, so did you both have to play a particular game or did you just kind of split them off one for this guy, one for this guy? How, how did that work out? So something could be potentially off a little bit because I don't quite remember the qualifying itself. Okay. But I remember stuff we were told afterwards, which kind of, matches my memory of it but i'm not going to say this is 100 percent accurate that's fine but i believe it was split off we had to do certain games and then we had to do other games so maybe i didn't do basketball at all until the semifinals, and that's when i remember not being good but uh i believe we each played two games i did mario kart for sure and then my guess would be i did the bowling as well and then uh no, 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 I did Hula Hoop because I had to do it twice because my Wii board died. <laughs> so I for sure I for sure did Hula Hoop and Mario Kart. And then in New Super Mario Bros, it was World 5-4, and it was mm. a coin battle. But instead of battling each other, you wanted to work together to get as many coins as possible. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I didn't know, even though I hadn't really played that game before, it's it's Mario. It's side-scrolling. Mm-hmm. I've played Mario my whole life. I speed-ran the original. I mean, these guys now put me to shame. But in when I was in high school, you know, I was pretty cool being like, yeah, I beat Mario in under 10 minutes. Like, yeah. now it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are at, like, what, five minutes and... 23 seconds now or something nuts like that you're you're so, a, you're a scratch speed runner that that's that's the way to put it yeah basically nice. but so i i knew we'd be fine at mario and we did fine and like i said i didn't know that mario kart and new super mario bros were worth the most like well over 90 percent so we end up being in second place in the team category for uh Six Flags Great America. And we didn't know if only the top person made it. We didn't know how it worked. Mm-hmm. We went, we looked at every single category by the end and we looked at the teams and we were pretty upset to be in second for Six Flags Great America if we didn't make it be, for a couple reasons. One, that made us the third best team teen Ooh. overall, 
15 team overall. So it's like, really, anywhere else, this guy wouldn't have beat our score except for one place. But two, the person ahead of us cheated at Mario Kart. Mm. They they glitched off the map so they could basically yeah. just drive in little circles and win. And I believe the point breakdown is, I don't have my charts up right now, but I believe the point breakdown is for like every second you're under a certain amount, you get like this many bonus points. Mm. So he finished the whole race in like the time it takes to do one lap. But they end up disqualifying him. So we check the online score again. And all of a sudden we're at number one. And they gave him our Mario Kart time. Uh, they, they changed it instead of just removing the person. They gave him our Mario Kart time. I like that. Interesting. And, yeah. And because of that, we were well ahead of this person now because we did better at everything else. Games. So going into the... So Nintendo's naming is kind of weird. I was going to say going into the finals. The entire event, if you looked on the website, was called the Grand Championships. But... It was referred to as the finals, and we all got these jackets that say we finalists. Mm -hmm. But then the very first day is the semifinals of the finals. <laughs> and, then the, nice. and then after that, the people who moved on were in the finals of the finals. Of the Wii Summer so, Games 2010. It's just the naming, the Summer branding is way off on this one. <laughs> Wii Games Summer 2010. It rolls... It, not right off right the tongue. Right off the tongue. <laughs> but, yeah, so we we were going into, I'm just going to call it the Grand Championships because that's what it is on their website, and I don't know why they changed it. Sure. To, mm -hmm. But uh, we are going into the Grand Championships as the team team with the second highest score, so we are nice. pretty happy about that out of all. We knew out of all the competition, you know, anyone can change, the rules can change. Anyone could have a better game than they did and passed us, but it was it was a little comforting to know, like, all right, except for one person or one team, we we beat the rest of our competition once, we can do it again. Mm -hmm. And really quick I want to address what you said about the call about what you called the the game, the Wii Summer Games twenty ten. Yeah. Cause uh we can hit on this later, so I don't. I don't want to steer this podcast. This is your no, podcast. no, dude. This is your. This is no, all, all you about means, you. Yeah. Okay. But Absolutely. I'm making. I'm trying to make a documentary about the about the the 2010 competition. We will put a link too, into your uh, GoFundMe for this. Absolutely. I appreciate that. It takes too much time to keep calling it the Wii Game Summer 2010. So I'm just like, yeah, the 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 the, the 2010 competition. But, uh, when I was when I was interviewing. I was interviewing one of the third place winners. I, I flew out to Florida for a day, which was hectic. I went to O'Hare in the morning, flew out, got my rental, or uh, flew out to O'Hare in the morning, That's all, dropped you, my you, car You can off. end your sentence right there, and it's already hectic, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped my car off, shuttled over to O'Hare, flew over to Florida, got the rental car, did this interview, came back to the the airport it was the tampa airport and flew back home so it was a i was in i was at o'hare in the morning and i was back at o'hare before midnight so it was a long day but wow. when i was interviewing him good work he said uh how how is things going to be cut together it's not going to this documentary is not actually going to look like an interview 
So when I ask somebody a question, I kind of have them repeat the question, but like in their own words. So if I say, how'd you find out about the competition? The answer would be like, I found out about the competition by yada, yada, yada. And he said, he said uh, how I found out about the Wii Summer Games 2010. And I had to stop him. And I started cracking up laughing. And he was like, what? And I, was like, I was like, that's not the name. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, it's the Wii Games Summer 2010. <laughs> the, full, the full competition name. Okay, I don't even know if you can see this. WGS 2K10. The full competition name is the Wii Games colon Summer 2010 National Championships. So it's, it's not just the Wii Games Summer 2010. There's a National Championships at the end of that, too. So but I was just like, WGS Nintendo. 2K10 NC. Nice. <laughs> like, Nintendo. People in this competition don't know the name of it. And I didn't, I didn't actually, I didn't actually correct him. I flipped the camera on myself because I figured this would be a good blooper thing. And yeah. I just went on how like, I was like, see Nintendo, this is why you got to work on your naming when you people in the competition say it wrong. And then uh, he said, so wait, what is it? And I said, Wii Games Summer 2010. And he goes, oh, I've been saying it wrong for the last eight years. Well, hey, there's nothing on the internet to, uh, you know, correct yeah. him, right? <laughs> That's a sad truth. I know, I know. In my, in my, uh, I don't know what to call it, in my GoFundMe video that I made, I have a part where I search the competition, and then it's the Google search results scrolling until I get to something about it. Wow. Because whenever you search the competition, what mainly comes up is Wii games that came out in 2010 right wow <laughs> that's unreal but so is yeah, there not even a wikipedia entry like nope there's no there we are mentioned in the the esports mm. in general for the esports wikipedia yeah there is a quick mention about about the 2010 competition when it's listing uh the emergence of esports coming back it's like a one sentence it's like a throwaway one sentence that's horrific. And, well, I was being interviewed for uh, for a small gaming magazine, and it wasn't an interview like this. I had to type up my answers. So mm -hmm. I had, like, an entire, like, two-paragraph block because he asked why I thought it was forgotten. I have a bunch of reasons, but was one this, of them is Was this Eric, uh, Eric Ashley? Yep, this is Flapjack. Flapjack. Shout out to Flapjack. Ooh. How you doing? Shout out, Flapjack. And Hello, I don't know you, but hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I had an entire like two or three paragraph block talking about the name of the competition and how I've seen the Wii Olympics 2010, the 2010 Summer Olympics Wii Games, and like I've seen every possible <laughs> combination. And the whole point of that was to say the name of this competition is the Wii Games Summer 2010, and everyone gets it wrong. And then he's like, hey, man, I published the article. And I'm like, oh, sweet. The <laughs> and then I, I look at the article and it's like, uh, I think it starts out saying how like the World Championships 2017 had just happened. But what about the other competitions? Well, I'm here with Zach Hendricks, one of the winners of the Wii Summer Games 2010. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, it's in your article. That's great. That is fantastic. I had two I had two paragraphs addressing <laughs> this coming like yep. 
as we scroll down a little bit. And not to pick on not, not to pick on Eric, he works at Nintendo now. So yep. <laughs> it's, it just shows you. <laughs> at yeah. least he at least he knows about it, but uh yeah, you you got you got a long climb ahead of you to get this right, or yeah. you got you got to figure something. Out. The 2010 it's... competition or the 2010 championship is probably. I think you're right. That's the way to refer to it to simplify things going forward. I'm I'm gonna stick with WGS 2K10 NC. That that's my name for it from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I know my hashtag that I made because I can I try to write it out. And I'm like this hashtag's ridiculous. So I just do WGS 2010, but I really like, I like yours so much better. <laughs> wow. 2K10 NC. <laughs> 2K10 NC. <laughs> good good thing they went to 240 like, characters, huh? Yeah. yeah, right. No kidding. At the, at the 2017 World Championships in Minnesota, I talked to uh, Ed Murray, who I believe was kind of the one coordinating the whole thing for 2017. I could be wrong because Ricky Kim still works at at Nintendo, and he was in charge in 2010 when we were there. He was in charge of, like, keeping everything organized. So it could still be him. But uh, just from stuff Ed Murray's posted, I think it's him. And he's mentioned, like, being in the meetings, deciding the rules and stuff. And he said he started working at Nintendo in December 2010. And up until he saw my jacket, he'd never heard of this thing. Mm, and nice. I was like, December 2010, that's the that's the the month we were in Nintendo Powers. Like, mm. or Nintendo Power. Like, it's just, no, no, no. it blows if, my if, mind. If, if they're going to get the name wrong, then you get their name wrong. Let's it's turnabout's fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Spit take. <laughs> oh, no kidding. I like that. Yeah, I was hoping I could see that. Nintendo, right? Nintendo spell it slightly wrong. So, what all did you get uh, for winning? What were the uh, prizes? What did you get to take home? Anything cool that you know? Like you mentioned the jacket. What else is there? So, got the jacket, uh, which every single every single Grand Championships qualifier got one of these jackets, and uh, we did not all get the hat, but we could. We had these, you could play games and get coins put onto this coin card. And then depending on the, the coins, that you, how many coins you had, you could cash them in for for stuff like hats. So most of us had a hat at this point. But so uh, was this open to the public also then? or was? Yes. The first day we were there was just the meet, was just our training day. Mm -hmm. And it was just us. And the media day was the next morning, the, the night we got there was training day and then the next the next day was media day and that was the day that we had to go they had a hundred however many we fit boards set up on the beach and we had to pretend to hula hoop and follow sean johnson as she was doing it and it was it's, i love it so much so i don't want this to sound like i'm, I'm hating on it it was one of the stupidest things i've ever done you're, you're <laughs> the gonna sand the sand is all lumpy and like these boards are all like miss like they're not all like sitting flat or whatever. And you just have a hundred people. Whoa! Wow! Because well, um, you had to catch hula hoops that they throw. So you whoa! Right, you have to catch them. So they're right. like just mirror whatever Sean Johnson is doing. 
and that was on that was on ESPN's top ten. It was number ten, of course. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, uh, have have you seen the intro video for this podcast yet? I posted the preview of episode one. I saw that, and I do have that, a clip. That's it's in there. <laughs> I love that. that. That's that's the tribute to you. Is is that little half second clip of you guys? <laughs> that's what that was yeah that's... I, do have, I do have a clip uh where I, I hoist the trophy i saw you had the other winners do that so i could send that to you for some other time yeah but, uh, nice. get back to your original question uh about what all we got so i got the jacket the hat uh the trophy a year of netflix for the wii so we got <laughs> nice. the disc still because that's how you had to watch right. it on the that's wii with the disc we got a year of first party titles sent to us. We got a new Wii with all the four four Wiimotes and four nunchucks. And uh, we got a Panasonic entertainment system, including a 42-inch plasma TV. And I want to harp on that one for a second, because in 1990, the original winners all got a 40-inch Panasonic TV. So... I love that they stuck with that, including the brand. I think that's that's something that like nobody knows. But just in all the looking it up, I'm like, yeah, they got a Panasonic, a 40 inch Panasonic TV at the World Championships in 1990. That's pretty cool. And here we are getting a 42 inch Panasonic TV. Like, that's hilarious. I, just, I absolutely love that they put that much attention to detail in this forgotten thing. And the, yeah. and the, the Netflix subscription is about the same value as the geo Metro. So, <laughs> Hey, Hey, 94 had a Ford Mustang. All right? Oh dude. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Even though Mike took the money, <laughs> but I'm sure he'll talk about that when we have money. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And let's see what else was there. So the, the entertainment system had had blue as a Blu-ray player with like an iPod dock on it and surround sound, the TV. And I want to say we were supposed. I don't want to say supposed to, even though we were supposed to, mm. all get a cruise. But at oh, the end, wow. they only gave that to the family category. And like I want to complain about that so much. But I just can't because everything was so amazing. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. got we got four hundred uh, per diem each. Wow. And when I say each, I don't mean us and our guest. I mean me and my me and my mom were given a total of four hundred, and then Frank and his sister were given a total of four hundred. So each team member, I guess. I think the family category did get eight hundred. It's okay. it's in their official rules. I'll have to double check on that. I don't need to double check on that. They got 800. I know that already. It's a pretty fantastic per diem. Yeah. Hmm. And I believe the original World Championships, they were also given, I want to say it was a 200 per diem. But again, the this competition was so similar in its format and structure. Mm -hmm. It really should have been named the World Championships 3. But I think they wanted to expand the Wii brand so much that yes. even though clearly that's what we all would have been playing, they wanted to have Wii plastered on the headlines yep. for this competition. And the, the yep. Olympics theme, I, I get it. Didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't, it was, it, it was, a, it was a foul tip. Didn't quite connect, but you know. Now I I'd still rather them try, you know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where 
I recognize that um, it's a marketing thing, but at the same time, we just have this passion for it that mm -hmm. they don't understand how important it is to some of the players, right? Um, I want them to have more success with it and anything that they can do to drive that success, like naming it the Wii so that the Wii gets more attention. I can't, I can't, can't complain about that. I well, think it's also good. too, because we have, we have the benefit of, of hindsight, you know, mm -hmm. right. And the, I, I think about it and I feel like what really went into that process too, of naming it was the world championships is only mainly, I'll say is mainly remembered because the cartridges have kept the memory alive. Yep. And if you're not necessarily a collector, but you still are a gamer and you know about it through the cartridges, mm -hmm. you're not going to think, I only know about this because of the cartridges. You're going to think, oh yeah, Nintendo World Championships, that thing was huge. And I think Nintendo went into this thinking, okay, this is going to be as big as the World Championships. Everyone remembers that 20 years later. So they're all going to remember this 20 years later, when in reality, it's the collectible keeping the memory alive. So I think they thought, all right, well, let's put Wii front and center in this title. And then as it gets all this national attention, like the first one did, then everyone's just going to be seeing Wii, 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 Wii. Look at all these people playing Wii. Look at this amazing tent with the Wii. And in reality, I think it would have been a better marketing strategy to put World Championships or national championships i don't i don't know in no, no. in the title but to your point 2015 hindsight. and 2017 has been pretty hype and people still kind of talk about it so mm -hmm. i think you might be right and the only real collectibles to come out of this i would say our trophies would be our our cartridges because not just did the yeah, first place no. teams get trophies but the second place got the same trophy, but silver. And mm. the third place got the same trophy, but bronze. And if you look at the bottom of the trophy, mine is... WG2010. So they even left out the summer. But <laughs> Nice. They didn't even name their own tournament properly. 41 of 45. Oh, so, wow. That's kind of cool. If you look at the... There's six teams. They all have two, except for the family category, which has four. Four. Mm -hmm. So let's just say seven teams of two for, for easier math. And then you have your first, second, and third place team. That comes out to 42 trophies total. And then Nintendo had their a first place, a second place, and a third place on a display case, which gets us to the 45. Got it. So they're all part of one series. It's not like this is one of it's not like this is one of a few and then there's one of a few for the silver and one of a few for the bronze. They're all made in one series and the fact that they're numbered on the bottom I think kind of like helps with that if that makes sense like yep. but I think that's our equivalent of the of the cartridge okay. of the, the cartridge. carts yeah yeah mm -hmm. because you have the gold carts and then you have the gray carts mm -hmm. and i know one of the one of the bronze one of the bronze trophies the the tsa broke to like look for oh. drugs and there is a a huge back and forth uh between between them and the 
between Nintendo and the TSA before getting it fixed. I know for a fact it was at least one. The mom in the family category said trophies. They broke our trophies. The the son in the family category said, oh, it was just, I think it was just mine. So I don't know how many they broke. They for sure broke one. But I, I have that one. I acquired it a while ago. But it's uh, the the little weld mark on the side of it. I just think it's mm. so cool. Yeah, it's they got, some history. Ed, Eddie George won the Heisman Trophy in the '90s, and they broke his Heisman at the airport too. So you can say it was Eddie mm. George. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie George. I like That's that. That's awesome. I'm going to include that in the doc. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad to help. <laughs> there's your uh, there's your contribution, right? Very it's cool. just like so cool because like. Other than other than the one of his that I have, I don't think any have been sold. Like I've looked online, I saw a jacket, I saw one of these jackets on eBay a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I haven't ever seen one since. I thankfully ran into a guy who had gotten a bunch from the Salvation Army right after the event, and I, a bunch of the hats. So I think Dorian might know this character. Yep, I do. I do. <laughs> the only so reason I'm not naming names <laughs> no, is because fine. he's my source for some other items that I'm still waiting to get. Nice. No, no, because so you're a big collector too, huh? Yeah, and not even not even like, like as a whole, I want to be a big collector, but specifically for this forgotten event, like mm. when stuff is lost, it's going to be lost forever. Absolutely. Right. And I don't want that to happen, which is why I made sure to get another trophy. I still need a silver. And I'm having every single third place winner that I can run into. I'm having mm-hmm. them all sign the the side of the base with the bronze Sharpie because I want the team names. Yeah. I want all that to be remembered. These are the third place winners for this category, for that category, for that category. This isn't about like my collection. This is about I want to have everything from this competition and including the information. Right. So it's not a forgotten chapter because even in Chris, you know this mm-hmm. better than most. There's not a lot of information on the original world championships and there's even less on the subsequent ones. Nope. Um, in fact, the official legal document on the 2010 about the winners, I think they only included initials. They didn't put the full names. So yep. we don't even yeah, have a we don't even that. full list of the actual yeah I have first initial last names except except for the actual winners I have the full names of them but the the participants the rest of them don't have the team names don't have anything it, it, and you had a you had to do some cross referencing to get that though yeah because I, yeah our USA Today article Nintendo Power a spread it was the same it was the same spread on both on both article and magazine but. Uh, it had our first name, last initial, where the legal document, if I remember correctly, yep. was first initial, last name. So you were just kind of able to cross-reference that. You can cue the uh, the Who screaming CSI music, put on the sunglasses, David Caruso moment there. That was that was my uh, contribution to your... <laughs> nice. <laughs> but... Uh... Oh, one thing I want to say because I don't want to forget this: the we got custom stickers for our Wii, so that was. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, so, mine so are kind of like a I'm pretty upset about or... that, but 
No, it was just uh, the first, second, and third place teams because we all got a Wii. The first, second, and third place. They sent us everybody a Wii in that That's category. Good. And for those winners. And they came with custom like Wii games, Summer 2010 stickers, or just oh, Mario no. stickers, the emblem. And my Wii broke, and I went to send it to Nintendo to have it be repaired. And, and I looked on their stuff, and it said if you have custom skins or anything like that, like you might not necessarily get the same shell back for your Wii. So... I was I was in school because I was in high school still, and I told my mom, "Oh, mom, I love you so much, mom. I love you so much." And I said, "Hey, before you bring this to the post office, because you know can't drive," but I was like, "Hey, before you bring this to the post office and send this into Nintendo, can you see if these stickers are gonna peel off easily? If they don't peel off easily, then just just leave it. But because." I doubt Nintendo is going to peel them off and I'll most likely get the same skin back, mm. but if they're the same shell back, but if they, mm. if they do peel off easily, can you just like stick them onto uh, a folder or something with like a smooth surface? So then I come home and here's all my stickers and they're like tore in half. Like she could oh. not get them. And I was like, mm. she was like, yeah, it kind of came off in pieces. I was like, <laughs> The only the only ones that survived were the ones on the base because remember the Wii came with that base. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yep. those are just yep. like mushroom stickers and stuff. They're not the event name and logo. How right. about um? How about your how about your boy Frank? Is his is his intact? I don't know. I'm still. I gotta. I gotta ask him. Uh. I need to. I need to see because I don't know if he put those on his Wii or not. But if not, I totally. Oh, from him yeah like uh i mean hindsight i'm just thinking like all these people all the stuff it's thrown away all this time but if i yeah. got, if i had gotten a wii as a as a prize i wouldn't have even opened the damn thing it would have just been I'm the same way i would have just put that aside but that's hindsight of a 42 year old who's seen all this shit mm -hmm. uh i can't imagine what a kids and the family team and you know the, the i do have to say though i know for a fact they got the same we back because there's all these sticker outlines right yeah so it really hurts because you were like eh, maybe i should have just left them on yeah and also because i was like i i said if it was difficult leave them why would you do this to me why would you do this to me mm -hmm. but yeah so that i have to I need to secure secure those, but that was also something we were given. I couldn't cool. forget that. But yeah, it was. I know Frank's got a picture of him like posing with like leaning against the TV box with all of the the Wii and the controllers and stuff stacked next to it. Nice, very cool. How how many games did you end up getting out of that? Because Nintendo wasn't like 2011. I was kind of getting near the end of the Wii's run. Uh, I want to say I want to say we got twelve. Wow, and that, that sounds about right. They don't. They're not like it a was prolific a, publisher. Did I say all games? Because I meant all first party games. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I think I said Nintendo first party. party. Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, we would get them in the mail. I just they would just be in my mailbox, just a Wii game. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Did so they come pretty much on release, or when were you getting them? Yeah, we got them like right on release nice yeah it was awesome. it was awesome we they would always come on they would always come on tuesdays and the games came out on tuesdays i think that's great yeah it was it was phenomenal hmm. very cool so um so okay so fast forward a little bit you said uh you knew about did you know about 2015 i mean i would assume with all of the press everywhere yeah you... i was i was pretty upset 
because Nintendo kind of did a snafu with some of the rules. And after meeting Chris and knowing he's like the world record holder, I feel a lot better because I know there's no way I could have beat him. <laughs> but uh, I went to the Chicago one. I drove there. I got there very early. I got there at like four in the morning, maybe. And I waited in line. I camped out because he only got one shot. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's yeah, that's we'll go into and that. This that was, was the rule. Near, this yeah. was not near my home. So it was like an hour and a half drive. And I get back home and then I find out, oh, well, in California or San Francisco, I think was the specific city. But, oh, in San Francisco, they let people go more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just let people keep going. So because of that, they let them at every, they started that at every location. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you? And specifically, uh, the adult winners, TJ and Chris, I was there with them as well uh, from 2010. Mm-hmm. And specifically, TJ, uh, I'm almost positive he had a score like in his own practice time that did top your qualifying score. Mm-hmm. But so like specifically for him, I was like, I was like, I could have made it. And I didn't know you at the time. You know, I'm like, I could have made it. And I know for sure TJ would have if he had the time to keep playing. So I was like. I was so angry yeah, at that. because I, I was, it was too late. I was home. It was, I was an hour and a half already out like, but. And small world, Mike Iorossi was also there and all had the same fate. He topped out early and went to the galloping ghost arcade and then found out after the fact that I, I was the only one who was paying attention and I got my second try and got in, but. So, yeah, it's funny. Cause we all have stories about, kind of that same situation. Uh, Mike Mike and I have been friends since probably 1990-ish, right? And so he was going to be at the one out east. I was going to be at the one out west. We we knew there was going to be one try and one try only. So we got there in the morning. Uh, Mike, Mike got there hours before I did, obviously. And, you know, he did his game and he left. And he's like, yeah, you know, I lined out. I'm going to go to Galloping Ghosts. I'm like, all right, yeah. And so I'm watching people at my store play, and I'm like, all right, five million, five. That's not bad. I can beat that. I'm thinking that's fine. I can do that. Whatever. But you know what? I'm not going to play my game yet. I was hanging out with uh, with another one of the '94 finalists that I just happened to meet there randomly, and we're like, you know what? Let's go to Starbucks. Let's just play, 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 play. Just get a whole bunch of games under our belt, get as much practice as we can, and then we'll go in and do our one game. And so. <laughs> We go back to the store at, at probably 45 minutes before they were about to close. And we're like, wait, those people just got back in line. They're like, yeah, you can play as many times as you want. And we're just like, you've got to be kidding me. So like, we, we missed that. I, I had called up Mike. I'm like, hey, they're letting people play as many times as they want. And, and it, it was just such a nightmare and, you know, mm-hmm. really and, disappointing. Uh, good memory from that, though. And again, the... The bitterness was gone pretty quick, uh, mm-hmm. like before meeting you. But like you completely like after like, oh, world record holder was at the Chicago location. OK, <laughs> I feel a lot better. Now. Not, at, not at the time. I got that. John Numbers was the record holder at that point. He was astronomical. He, yeah. he was the, he was the only person with an eight digit score at the time. And since yeah, he, the, he got the first 10 million, right? Wasn't yeah. it like 10 something? He was yeah. like, I think 11 or 12. But uh, oh, I thought that was later, but yeah, I yeah. Guess so. But he I was guess. definitely he was definitely eight digits at the time, and nobody yeah. else was even close to that. And my 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 high score at that point was four five, 
uh, JD, who I was with, my friend JD, he, he was over, his high score was five, but he tried three or four times, and he, I don't want to say, a choke is a harsh word because it's such a, the, the, Night. The, right, the, the scores are very wide. There's a wide range of scores. There's, it's very hard to yep. be very consistent with that game. But any anyway, it, I, it was me. We were paying attention to social media, what was going on, and as soon as we saw that people were playing other cities, we went back and asked. That's And that's kind of how it went down. Mm. But, uh, you know, it's not. this isn't about me. This isn't. Uh, I want to <laughs> say, I could be wrong. I want to say TJ's score at the time was like 8 million was his best. Wow. Uh, I could be wrong on that. I know it was definitely like in the millions, but I think I haven't thought about his score since 2015, but it's just a random, I remember sitting in the car playing, playing it on the back and we're just talking, he's playing in the, in the front, you know, and I, I met them there. I didn't ride with them there or anything, mm. but, uh, I want to say, I remember him saying he got an 8 million. I could be wrong on that, but, uh, a cool thing that did happen there was because I wasn't really in the gaming scene anymore. I was, I'm always going to be a gamer. Like I love, I just love playing games, you know, like, right. mm-hmm. and, but I wasn't in the scene since 2010 when I streaming, we, we barely missed it. It could have been so much bigger. Yeah. If it, was it just happened, before that if, wave. it was like a year and a half before the boom. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to upload videos to YouTube right after it happened. Cause I'm like, okay, you got to ride this momentum. And I'm like trying to, I remember, you know, I'm only sophomore in high school yep. at the time. And I remember, uh, 2010, it was the summer, which means it was going into, I was a junior. It was the beginning of my junior year. But, uh, I remember like using my flip phone and like trying to like record the tv and like go back and like i was just like this is stupid this is the stupidest thing ever so then i yeah i stopped doing that and i didn't do it at all i've been out i was out of the scene up until 2015 and i wore i wore my jacket and uh jason ganos who is the guy that at the time it was nintendo inquirer and amiibo news but now it's nintendo wire uh he he's the guy who who made that and who runs that mm. and the nintendo employees had blue jackets similar to mine mm. oh. and he went to ask me a question and then he was like <laughs> oh wait you're not personally he's like he's like wait i rem-. he's like i recognize that jacket though and he was like that's from the wii game summer 2010 right and i was like yeah and he's like oh i'm actually interviewing one of the winners uh, for my for my magazine i was like oh that's really cool i was like what what winner i was like what category and he was like i think the teen and i was like no it's not the teen <laughs> and, and he was like oh no i think so i was like oh no i won for the teen category he was like oh you won but because of that i got invited to be his a special guest for their 24-hour saint jude's live stream oh cool nice and that happened shortly after the competition in 2015 and total after like the ebay auctions and stuff i want to say it made I don't, I don't remember the number i think it was over five grand but uh total after the ebay auctions it was like five or seven grand or something like that and like i was a part of that and it was really cool and also abdallah was there he wasn't as huge yet but he was no. still kind of big but he was a special guest so that's where i first met abdallah 
Yeah. But uh, and that kind of got me really invigorated because there was like an hour stretch where I was the only one on the camera because I, you know, other people were were sleeping. You got to sleep. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, but I was, you know, I was still, I was still young. I wasn't, wasn't the old timer that I am oh, today. Geez. And I remember, stop. I'm like, all right, guys, let Just me uh, play Mario Kart. Let me play Mario Kart with one hand. How about that to make this more entertaining? Because it's on the mm -hmm. Wii remote, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me try and just play this. I hadn't played Mario Kart 8 before. So I was like, let me play this with, with one hand, maybe. Uh, that'll that'll be fun. One hand tied behind your back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I put the other one behind first place, yeah. you know, and they were like, yes. But entertaining those people and like raising money for St. Jude's, it felt so good. And that's like. I was like, I got to get back in this scene. Yeah. And that's kind of, I don't, I might not have went to 2017 if Jason didn't meet me and interview me and have me do his custom uh, event. If it wasn't for him recognizing my, my jacket in 2015, mm -hmm. you know, it was like just that kind of chain of events because yeah. with how, how much of a wreck the qualifiers for 2015 kind of were like, it kind of had me disillusioned with, with competing anymore and i was just like eh, these are games that yeah i didn't even have a ds i borrowed my sister's ds you know but i was just like eh. so it's i'm really happy to be like in this interview with you guys right now and in a facebook group that thor is in yeah. like <laughs> the original and still maybe goat game god and just like he was my idol for for years, you know. So it's just crazy that I went from like not in the scene at all. Like I did this thing and was just like peace. So uh, <laughs> in a two year time, I'm, you know, talking with competitors and on panels with other finalists and winners from all these other Nintendo competitions. Yeah. Well, you cemented your place in history. I'm trying to. It's it, not there yet. No, it makes it makes history me really happy. History can't forget. History's forgotten 2010's event. Mm. And I think Nintendo had a little to do with that for just kind of seeing. In my opinion, I think they saw it as a failure because they didn't sell more Wii's after people saw us hula hooping on ESPN. <laughs> right, right. And well, I think that's why they buried it so quick. I Probably just in general, I think they're kind of embarrassed about the Wii and its success and how it was outside of the scope of the industry. You know, they made a, a crap ton of money. They sold a crap ton of units. But I there, there just might be... Maybe embarrassment's probably the best word I could come up with. Yeah, that, I that... feel like it's simultaneously their, like, greatest pride. I think the Switch has now replaced that because of it, it being on pace to outsell the Wii. But, I mean, mm. up until the Switch came out, I think the Wii was, like their greatest pride and at the same time like their biggest embarrassment like <laughs> they had like this bipolar relationship with it you know mm -hmm. yep yeah they're breaking records right now and i'm excited about that i'm excited I, too especially because it's still motion control yeah i i like i like nintendo being on top i i really do and it's not I mean, I, I personally work for Microsoft, so technically I should be a Microsoft fanboy, but I always feel like when Nintendo is on top, games are at their peak. Like playable games, the fun games, that type of thing really happens in my mind when Nintendo's at the top of their game. So I love the fact that they're really killing it right now. I'm, you know, 
I'm hoping to see more great things. I know that there's rumors of announcements coming and everything else. So I'm really looking forward to see where the where where this goes next. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And also, you know, as much as I love love gaming on everything, you know, Kingdom Hearts is my all time favorite game series. Uh, so you're excited coming up soon here, huh? Dude, I cried. I cried at that new trailer. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was just so happy. Uh, okay, I'm 24. The okay. last game came out half of my life ago. <laughs> the last game came out 12. The last main series game, yeah. I should say, yeah. came out 12 years ago. And then the other one was five years before that. Right. So. A little bit of a lag Hearts time between. One, huh? After waiting for Kingdom Hearts 1, I waited five years for Kingdom Hearts 2 and then 12 for Kingdom Hearts 3. So right. 17 years of my 24 year life has been spent waiting for waiting Kingdom for Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's an interesting way of looking at it. So, hey, Dorian, he was born in 1994. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> he was born in 1994. Your moment I of glory. country yep. in 1994. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, old man. Yeah, I, I, also going back to our little intro clip, and you could see how terrible the VHS quality is of, of all of of all the moments from the old guard. And then there's that one little snippet of me in fifteen with this nice HD quality. It's it's kind of jarring to see the difference, but yeah, I I, I think yeah, it's... I don't know why. Because uh, I think the video I have is actually the best version. Because mm -hmm. on the sides of the ESPN video, it says ESPN HD, which is what would happen when they mm -hmm. upload something not not in the new 16 by 9, right. still in the 4 by 3. Right. So I'm just like, this is 2010. Why is this filmed in 4 by 3? Yeah, it still was that. It was still a thing then. Yeah. I mean, if it's... you look if you look at that video, you can kind of see uh, you'll see this one scene where they're in front of the inflatable. That's me that goes running into the picture last second and kind of turns around in front of the large inflatable. Was it a DK inflatable, if I'm not mistaken? It was a Mario inflatable, yeah. A Mario inflatable, that's right, yeah, yeah. And then the moment right after that, you guys are punching it, but I did. I wanted to kind of keep no, it No, don't leave that in there. <laughs> I kind of yeah, kept it positive. Was, that was John. Shout-outs to John Bass and one of the finalists from the uh, from the Jersey Boys. He was he was the crazy one of us. Yeah, he, uh, he attacked the poor little Mario and started uppercutting him in the nose and... <laughs> Mamma mia. Mamma mia. <laughs> Shout outs to all the Jersey boys who I'm sure are going to see this at some point. Yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, there were six of us that all qualified from the same little area, like circle of friends. And uh, we had traveled around to get us all. And we just, you know, we, we were known as the Jersey boys kind of infamous during those days. So good times. That's awesome. Speaking of kind of groups. Um, so, you and Frank were from Chicago. TJ and Chris were the adult winners, and they were like, they were adult, but they were. Pro I'm guessing they were like 19, 20. They weren't very. Uh, at the time. No, I think they. I, I think they're like eight years older than us. Okay. Could be wrong on that, but I want to say they're eight years older than us. So that would have made them if I was 14. Then. Yeah, they were in like twenty-two. Okay, I guess so. They're 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 not they're adults in name only. I mean, they're still gamers and 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 kids for for lack of a better term. 
but they so the, the, you 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 two are the two dominant divisions right yep yeah the other competition so i used to worry it until i realized i wasn't wording it right i used to say the adult and the teen competitions were the only truly competitive competitions but by that i more mean like esports standards of competitive i'm like even if the other teams aren't getting uh, even if the other divisions aren't getting as high of scores they're still getting scores close to each other so that's still competitive so that's not really the best word choice right. but and they have to they have to beat out hundreds of thousands of other people so that's not you know they, they, it wasn't a luck thing it was they they were good yeah i do know i think at one of the locations that was only open for one weekend i believe only one super adult team even played oh wow one fit so they they made it because they were like the only By team from that location if i remember correctly which i mean makes sense if it's at a mall and it's open for or a par- if it's a mall or a park and it's open for for three days you know but friday it's only a few hours and then right saturday and so, but how many locations yeah, were there total wait okay there so, 25 25 locations yep so yeah so the total so i i did the, i crunched the numbers the total number of hours that the qualifiers was open across every location and when i say total number of hours it was open i don't mean like on one day that would be eight or 12 hours if there's two locations and one's open for eight hours right. and one's open for 12 on the same day that's 20 that's 20 mm-hmm. but uh oh yeah that was another thing the times were different everywhere too some places were only open for like four hours and some were open for 12 and but total this competition was open for the qualifying rounds were open for 1,282.5 hours or 53 days and 10.5 hours wow and the number of unique qualifier days and by that i mean day per location that it was open is 170 day 170 you had 170 chances to qualify depending on where and what day you went. And the original world championships, I know uh, Saturday and Sunday, it was open 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., so 11 hours. I have not been able to find how long it was open for on Fridays, and mine was shorter on Fridays, and... I could see the original being shorter as well. So I don't have the exact number because of that. Mm. But at the very least, it was 812 hours for the original World Championships. And at the most, it was 957 hours. Well, on Sunday, the the cutoff happened in the afternoon for the finals. So they they, they cut it off at like two, three. Earlier than that. Oh, well, in that case. But the one thing is... The one thing is, though, with the uh, how many stations were there with the uh, with the Wii version with the twenty ten? There was a lot because the order you did the stuff didn't matter. So right. I go in and it's like, yeah, there's an opening at Mario Kart. You can play Mario Kart, and you would have a person with like a little referee polo, mm-hmm. you know, on, and it was like light blue stripes instead of black. But uh, yeah, right, just go buy you the clipboard. And they would just write down, you know, they'd follow you to the next location. But because of that, you had a pretty good flow of, like, people moving in and out since as soon as somebody finished one game, if you're waiting in line, like, all right, well, you can jump on this one right now. You can jump on Mario Kart first. And then, 
oh, well, that guy just finished this, so hey, you can just go and jump over there. Mm-hmm. So there was only one set of stations, though. You, there one one for each game. No, there was a few per game. Okay. There was a few balance boards. There was, you know, in it's if you go to Six Flags or any theme park, how they like they have those areas where you can do the paintballing and stuff, mm-hmm. like shoot those targets. It was one of those things, but instead of like a game to play, it was just kind of like U shaped, like following the perimeter mm-hmm. of the room, just a bunch of Wii's set up. And then the little table in the front where they would get your information. Yeah. I think the one big difference is going to be the fact that in 90, um, and, I, and I'd have to like kind of check with some of the others to double check my information because I was a little kid at the time. Right. Maybe, maybe I'm not remembering it properly. I was, what, 14? But I could, I could swear there were at least 40 stations. And they had a constant line where you were always waiting for a good 30 to 45, maybe even an hour plus to get into one of the 40 stations for the mm-hmm. qualifiers. So there were a lot, a lot of entries. So I'd be curious to know kind of, you know, how many, how many entries they could have churned out per hour for each one. I'm a data guy too. So I like yeah. the fact that you have some of this stuff. Yeah. And I know if I had to guess, I would say there was at least at Six Flags Great America. I know there's pictures at the, there's pictures at some of these malls too, where it's just like, kind of like, a row of like eight Wii's and then those are all one game. And then behind it, there's a row of eight more Wii's and that's another game. And like, uh, so I want to say maybe 40 at the most, maybe depending on the location. Cause I feel like there's no way we had 40 where we were, we could have, but I don't think so. I think there was maybe, that's a lot. I think there was maybe 25 Wii's at great America. Mm-hmm. The difference there being, though, Great America is open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for five weeks. But, yeah, so I want to say there's 20 to 25 Wii's set up where we went. I mean, I'm not looking at it right now, so that number could right. be off a little bit. But it was around a ballpark around there. Boy, are we getting to the weeds on this one. <laughs> the number of stations. I mean, hey, yeah, this is good stuff. If we're preserving history, that's part of history. Right? It is. So were there any of the other winners from also from Chicago? Was it just you guys? That's What I was trying to get to before was that interesting. The, the, the California, three of the, California three tended of the to six, dominate the other, the other competitions and, and then the New York, New Jersey – but the, interestingly, in 2010, the Midwest for some reason is came out on top. I just I just find this fascinating that you, the the two dominant divisions, the two winners came from there. Yeah, give me one second, and I will tell you. Okay. Family category: the Hooligans, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, oh wait, these are the so these are the cities these people are actually from. Uh, so that means there's a six flags down there near though. Missouri. TJ and Chris are from Indiana, or one of them is from Indiana. The other was from Illinois. So they qualified in Chicago location. Parent and teen qualified at Great America, the Chicago location. We qualified at Great America, the Chicago location. And the senior citizens, the super adult, uh, are from Indiana, which means they qualified at the Chicago location. So four of the six. Bravo. Bravo, Chicago. 
Yeah, I need yeah. them to make a super a super adult later on in my life so I can make sure to just absolutely crush everything. And then the other two categories, <laughs> the, and then the family category and the parent and child, they're from Missouri. I, I believe there's a Six Flags down there too, so. Yep, so it's kind of crazy that there's 25 locations and all the winners came from two. Right. Out of the six categories. It's unreal. So there were none on the Far East Coast, huh? There, none of the winners. Right. Nope. Yeah, I do have to say on the the Far East Coast though, they did have. Uh, I know the third place, the the family category for third place, they qualified at the New York location, and the New York location is special because that's the grand opening ceremony. Mm. And Rick Bruns, who was a, uh, he owns Powerfest '94. He was one of the finalists, but he's one of the two people to own Powerfest '94. You're looking at the other guy. <laughs> hmm? Show him the card. Uh, wait, you own it? That's you? Yeah, that's me right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's sitting right here. Small world. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> his head's Sorry. been blocking it the whole time. Yeah, yeah my, the... my head is in the way. Yeah, so let's see. It's uh, the NWC cart, NWC controller, and then the uh, 94 Nintendo World Championships Powerfest cart. And a virtual boy. Uh, you were also. only so you were only in a little circle on my yes. thing. Now I've That's now right. gotten you half screen. So and half uh, oh, got it. Yeah, there you go. Here yeah, I'll get you, out. You were just like a thumbnail. Uh, you were With a little circle in the top corner. Yeah, you can yeah. throw all three on the screen at once. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that set up there. But yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, Rick, Rick uh, got. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Keep going. I was just gonna say, Rick unfortunately did end up uh, parting with his. Uh, oh, he did. Uh, yeah, and it went to a secret buyer, so now I need to find out who that secret buyer was. <laughs> Someday, Gadget, I will find you. <laughs> so anyway, awesome. what were you going to say? Rick Rick Bruns? Uh, they had Rick Bruns at the, the grand opening ceremony in Jersey, uh, which was technically called the New York event. Blows my mm -hmm. mind. But right. uh, And the Jets, for the grand you know. opening ceremony, they set it up like the finals. So for the grand opening ceremony, they had this giant two-story circus-like tent set up in the middle of the park with a giant LED screen for the, the entrance. It was like a giant LED that you walked through, nice. and it was just showing like footage of my... But that was at the Jersey location, and that's other than that, it only... That's where we competed for the finals. They set it up in Redondo Beach, but... uh. So the people in Jersey did get to play all the unreleased E3 announced games as well. Nice. It's pretty cool. So for reference, what what talk about some of those games you got to play at the cuz it's a festival. So like uh what let's let's talk about what you got to play early, what else they what other perks you got on your trip to LA other than having to play hula hoop on ESPN. <laughs> so the entire second floor of the tent was unreleased games mm -hmm. and that was awesome so we got to play i believe mario galaxy 2 was on the second floor it hadn't come out yet mm -hmm. so we were playing mario galaxy 2 donkey kong country returns oh that was specifically specifically i remember epic mickey because mm, i was yeah. waiting for that one and i was following the mythology and the real story of 
Disney making Oswald first and losing him. And I loved how the game went through the real history, the real yeah. forgotten history. Oh, man, that was some foreshadowing I didn't know about. <laughs> My favorite game was the one about the forgotten history. Epic, yeah, uh, epic Young Cavs. Wow. We're going to make a game called that in 20 years. Epic yeah. Young Cavs. That'd be great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was those are the only ones I really remember because I didn't spend too much time up there. Yeah. I mainly... I played enough games to fill out my coin sheet, you know, so I could get the stuff I wanted. Uh, like I forgot to mention, we also got pins that were in our tote bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all got a Wii game summer 2010 pin. There was other ones that were like uh, bowling from Wii sports. This one right here on this side, it says grow up and it's got a super shroom uh, and a Wii fit tote bag. Cause that's what those pins came in anyways, off topic. Uh, but I spent most of my time practicing and yeah. playing. I did. I didn't sightsee. Right, I just right. played and played and played, and that already was an issue on its own because there were so many of us. They had us split in two different hotels, and we were in the crappy hotel, so we couldn't connect our stuff. There weren't VGA ports on the TVs. Like we couldn't. It was so old. Uh, mm. So. The other, the other hotel all had flat screen TVs in the room and could play as much Wii as they wanted. Everyone at our hotel, we couldn't practice at all. And that was not, I was not happy about that, but I don't quit. And I always come up with something. Anime taught me that, but no, (laughs) but, uh, to rewind a, a tiny bit, just to, to backstory this, the plane seats were super weird. Um, me and my me, my mom and Frank were not all sitting next to each other. Me and Frank were sitting by each other. And then this guy, Chris, was also sitting near us. And then my mom was sitting way towards the front of the plane. And this guy, TJ, just happened to be sitting next to her. And way like 10 rows behind us, completely unrelated was my friend's mom going to wherever our layover was that's not part of the story <laughs> i was just like Beth? but uh nice <laughs> so we had we had our stuff of course you know like we wanted uh we were like taking sure. pictures of it on the plane and stuff oh, yeah. and and chris saw that and so he was like oh you guys are are doing the the we competition too and we're like yeah you are and he's like yeah and we talk about how we brought Frank's Wii, so we're super excited to practice in all our free time in the hotel room. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that's cool. Me and my partner TJ, we didn't bring, we didn't bring ours because we couldn't fit it, and we weren't gonna be paying that extra, and it might get damaged or whatever." So, and then this time, my mom starts talking to TJ because he's got his iPad out, and she's like, "What's that?" But <laughs> so we get to California. And my mom's like, uh, you know, we say bye to Chris and uh, my mom's like, oh, this is this is this guy I was sitting next to on the plane. He's uh, he's competing, too. And Chris is with him. We're like, oh, we met we met the other one already, you know. And media day starts. So it's just the media and us. There's no public allowed. Uh, So we're er, sorry, not media day. It's the first day so that's just us the media comes in the morning so it's our practice day and 
how everything's set up. I don't know if you interlay pictures over the podcast or not, so I'm just going to explain it in case you don't. There, I, I remember you posted this when we started our Facebook group, but go ahead. The The tent is really long, like uh, really long. And there's these giant circular stations that I think each have like six TVs on them. And there's one for each category. So it'll be like right here is the bowling station. Then here's the basketball station. Then here's yada, yada, yada. So Chris and TJ come and talk to us. And they tell us, uh, we don't want to practice in here because we don't want people. We came up with everything that we do, all of our strategies. We figured out ourselves. Even though we figured them out ourselves and they're really bomb strategies, they're not necessarily the most difficult to replicate. Mm. And so we don't want to do this in front of everyone else. It's amazing how much these stories rhyme with one another uh, with the Chris Tang story, but go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry. So they say, uh, TJ says, Chris told us, Chris told me you brought your Wii. Could we go to your hotel room and practice on your Wii? And if you do that, We'll show you everything we know. So, <laughs> and your different divisions. Thinking, so whatever. I was, yeah, we didn't know if we were gonna have to. We didn't know like how it was gonna work if like all the winners faced off in the end for each category. Mm, we didn't know how it was point. gonna work. They didn't tell us how it was set up. Nope. But we we're just like, yeah, sure, because I didn't have a good strategy for for bowling. I just tried my best to keep my arms straight. But this new little dongle on the bottom of my Wii, the Wii Motion Plus, was throwing me through a loop because I had practiced getting perfect games so many times on a normal Wii remote, and mm -hmm. I knew just how to do that. Built but on this, I'm not used to this motion yet. And same with the basketball. I just couldn't, just couldn't get the basketball right. And I wasn't aware of how the scoring worked. I didn't know Mario Kart and New Super Mario Bros. were the highest two. But, uh, so we were like, yeah, for sure. And what ends up happening is, oh, hey, guys, we can't really play on this team <laughs> because it sucks and it's old. And it was probably around during the original World Championships. <laughs> it didn't have RCA ports. I mean, or it might have, but they might have been like those security locks. Yeah, so that's what they used yeah, to do at hotels. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the poor, very poor... Uh hotel that they used for the Nintendo World Championships 1994 because we broke that security lock off just to be able to practice in the hotel room. We Champions. snapped those. <laughs> Epic. <Pry bar> pop. <laughs> jersey. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. Yep, the Jersey boys struck again. We sat in the, and, and it's funny because uh, we, we practiced Donkey Kong Country, and we will talk a little bit about that because of the timing of that release and the fact that they snuck that into the finals. So anybody who's watching this episode that wants to hear an interesting story about how that played out, be sure to tune into that episode where we talk with Mike Iorossi. Little plug for a future episode, but go on. So you you have the hotel room. It, it's uh, <laughs> you can't get into the can't get into the TV to use it. What did you do to get around it? So you we tried to talk to Nintendo and nothing. So we tried to figure something out. We couldn't figure anything out. So I'm like, okay, uh, I I didn't play that many games at the time. I've always been naturally good at stuff. Like these Wii games, I would get the I would get the world record in like 
a couple days on something, you know? So like for the most part though, I spent a lot of my time in the gym at school. So I'm like, okay, I need to think I'm going to go to the gym. Cause the hotel's got a gym. I'm like, I'll burn off some of this. I'll get my concentration back and I'll figure something out. So <laughs> I go downstairs and then I'm in the gym <laughs> I know and I'm just kind of stopping for a second and I'm looking up <laughs> I knew it. and hanging from the ceiling <laughs> is this little TV. <laughs> CRT. You have this little CRTV, the CRT TV <laughs> hanging down on one of those, you know, those old metal, like they're like L shaped with the flat bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put like, foot in the ceiling, you like hinge it around. And I'm like, and I get up and, play and I go over to that TV. And I'm like, <laughs> And there it is. There's the RCA ports. <laughs> so I sprint back upstairs. I'm like, Frank, Frank, I got a TV. And he's like, what do you mean? Nintendo Nintendo said they weren't going to be able to help us tonight. And I'm like, I'm like, forget Nintendo. I did it myself. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, come with me. Come with me right now. So I take him down to the gym. I'm like, we got to go back because TJ and Chris are back in their room at this point. So I'm like, we got to go back. We got to, we got to, we got to tell them that we found it. So I call them up. I'm like, come to the gym. And they're like, what? And I'm like, there's a TV and it works. Come to the gym. (laughs) So this is like one of my all-time favorite photos. And in my head, and not just photos, this is one of my all-time favorite memories. But I don't have the physical memory. But in my head, this photo is iconic, even though it was only ever on my Facebook. Mm -hmm. But this photo is as iconic as that one where the guys like duct taped to the ceiling during that land oh, party. The land party. Like <laughs> yeah. we're all sitting on gym equipment. The TV's up here. The Wii's on the ground on the treadmill, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. The Wii's sitting on this treadmill with the cable running all the way up to the RCA. <laughs> and here's all these here's all these nerds. We're just sitting on this gym equipment playing Nintendo. Playing oh, Mario. I love it. That's and great. It's my, it's like, it. other than winning, I think that's like my, my favorite memory from the competition is hanging out with Chris and TJ and just their, their strategies came in huge specifically. I'll get to this in a second, but like during the semifinals, how the semifinals worked is everyone played mm-hmm. and then uh, after everyone played, the top four from each category moved on to the finals the next day. So, so both players, both players played all the games this time, not split up. Yep. Okay. And then did they take the top score among you two or did they average them out? Uh, If I remember correctly, they just added them together. Okay. And so for sure in Mario, for sure in Mario Kart, they took, we played Mario Kart twice each, and they took our top score from Mario Kart. So I don't know if it was mine and Frank's best time in Mario Kart or each of our best times from our two races. Right. I don't mm. know how that how that works. But I did bowling, and, like, the strategy they showed us, since I don't think this competition's coming up. Right, uh, yeah. Took, I was going to grab this TV remote. So the idea don't use your trophy. The idea, (laughs) the idea is you want to eliminate as much movement as possible. You want to get rid of as many degrees of freedom for to mess up your throw. You want to 
find a spot where you can throw straight, aka two and a half clicks to the right. You want to find the spot where you can throw straight and the ball will just take everything out and then you should get the strike. And so what they had us do is grab the Wii remote with both hands and put it up against your belly button or up against your stomach. Okay. And now, unlike the original thing, this has got the motion plus, so it knows like the different uh, degrees of freedom you're moving in. Mm-hmm. So to get you tap twice to get yourself in the right spot, you're there. And now, okay, well now I got to get my guy to start walking so I can throw it. Squat mm. straight down. Wow. And the character starts walking. And then as he's walking, you pull it into your chest. Pull it into your chest, and that's the throw. You don't need the backswing. Wow. So that's great. And it was so like their stuff was clutch like that with basketball. They said you want to comb your mohawk. Again, you want to get rid of the degrees of freedom. Scoop the ball. Mm-hmm. So you put your hand here to can you see the top of my head? Yeah. Yes. yes. This is yep. great. Yep. Okay. So you put your hand here, hold it flat, so that way you, gotta, you scoop the ball, and then to get yourself that straight throw. So these are pretty simple things to do. And again, we didn't know how this thing was scored. We didn't know Mario Kart and New Super Mario Bros. were well over 90% of the score, basically. So everything is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's the semifinals, and I'm choking like nobody's business. And I'm getting mad because I'm like, how am I choking? I have to bend my knees and move my wrist up. Like, this mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. How am I not being good at bowling right now? And I'm like flipping out and I'm losing it. And I'm, Frank's trying to calm me down. And I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to hold. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> like, one of those <laughs> things, you know. And same with basketball. Like, basketball i had the hardest time with i couldn't even like half the time i couldn't even get the ball to like come up like i'm like i'm scooping it i'm scooping this flipping ball i don't know what's happening like i'm getting so mad because you're just supposed to be able to grab it and i'm like he's not picking it up he's not picking what's going on like i'm like because i'm taking this seriously you know like Mm -hmm. i'm having i'm like it's all about having fun but like i trained for this if you're out there it's not about fun anymore it's about competing yes so I'm getting, I'm like really losing. I'm getting really down on myself too. Cause Frank's doing okay. And I'm like, we're got, we're not going to make it to the finals because of me. And it's my fault. Yeah. And like, I'm when it comes to gaming, I'm the dominant one of the two of us. I I went to his house and he had kingdom hearts rechain of memories for the PlayStation. And I never played it. And he was like, Hey, can you help me out? I, I can't, I can't beat this boss. And he tries to beat this boss like 10 times and it doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll try it. And this game's completely new. There's like the whole card system and I've never used mm-hmm. that. And then I kill the boss on my first try, you know, like, it's just mm-hmm. one of like, I'm naturally good at these things. So when I also practice, I get a lot better than, than like naturally good. And that's how it was supposed to be. How it's supposed to like, come in clutch and we were practicing the day before and he's like kind of trash talking a little bit. Cause I'm like not doing as good the later the night goes. Good for him. And he's like, maybe I should, he's like, maybe I should just play Mario Kart for us too. Since I'm kind of carrying you the rest of the way. I was like, don't do <laughs> wow, that. Nice. I was like, don't do that. And he was nice. like, he's like, I'm just saying, I was like, no, don't, don't do that. I'm like, you got those world records. 
And then he was like, well, technically you don't either because on the Wii, it was super easy to hack. So mm. all the world records were like 0.001 seconds. Yeah, yeah. But you can always do a time trial against the next best person after you get in my time trials at that point. We're going to compete against people who are 0.001 seconds. Mm. So I was like, so he's like, technically, you're not the best either. I was like, let's do this right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even, and this was the first time I mentioned it earlier that I did it at the, the St. Jude's thing. I was like, I don't even need both hands to beat you at this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just figure out how to hold this Wii remote really quick so I can still use my item. So I got my pinky stretched out all the way to the trigger and my thumb on the on the gas and we're racing and I'm like doing it. And that's the third lap and I'm just sitting cause I'm like way ahead of him. So I reverse, I got a green shell. I reverse to the finish line and I wait <laughs> for him to round the corner. And I tell him, I'm like, I was like, when you get to the end, you're going to suffer for what you said. He's like, what do you mean? He turns the corner and then like, I shoot the green shell and just hit him perfectly. And then yep. after he like wipes out, I reverse over the finish line. And nice. he was like, it's like, yeah, you can play Mario Kart tomorrow. We didn't know we were both <laughs> going to be playing it, but right. it was. So thankfully, even though I choked the other games, I didn't do as well as I wanted to do at Mario Kart, but I have no doubt in my mind that I was the best Mario Kart player there in the teen category for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't do as well as I wanted to do, but I probably got the top score for the teens. And we were, like, the last people going at this point because, like, mm-hmm. we kind of, like, put it off. So there's, like, a crowd around us towards the end. So, like, there's people watching us do this Mario Kart thing. And we then get to the very last thing, which is new Super Mario Bros. And Chris and TJ had come up with a brilliant, brilliant strategy for this. So on World 5-4, you're on a boat. And the boat's made out of, like, a bunch of little logs. And there's a number on the side of the log. The number is for every enemy or object on the boat. Every time the number goes up, the boat goes a little slower. Mm. Once it gets to, uh, once it gets to five, it stops. So, I believe you get like half a coin for every second that's left, maybe if you finish, or no coins at all. I think it's no coins actually for every second that's left. Everyone else is trying to run through this as quick as possible. Chris and TJ said, there's over 130 game seconds left. Like, you don't want to just run through this. So they showed us how to stop the... the, They showed us, if you go here and get this, you'll get this. And the idea, you both need to have a fire flower. You only have one chance to each get a fire flower. The person on the back of the boat has to be watching, and that was me, and call out the person on the front of the boat and tell them, like, hey, there's an enemy about to drop from the sky above you. There's and the person in the front of the boat's got to be focused on this. person in the back, your eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. So you both get one chance for that fire flower. Don't waste it. It gets to a point where you have to stop the boat perfectly. But if you do, you both should be standing on the end of the boat. And then a bomb should fall in front of him. And a bomb should fall in front of me. And... You can get up to three coins. Unlike other enemies, you can shoot bombs with a fireball more than once. Right. Mm. You can get up to three coins from a bomb. After that, they don't give any more coins out, but you can still keep shooting them. So, as these bombs are falling, one lands in front of me, one lands in front of Frank. We spam the fireball, and then the coins go across the boat and into the next, and and we both collect them. Mm-hmm. And more bombs just 
they just keep falling. It's a farming system. Nice. Very cool. And we had two tries at that. And our very first try, we're like the very last teens going. This is the very last game. The semifinals is over for the teens once we finish this. So we have this huge crowd around us. Do you know where you're standing at this point? Like, are you in the lead or do you have a feeling that you're in the lead? Oh, I think we're not in the lead at all. I did terrible at bowling. I did not do good. I I didn't, and maybe terrible by my standards. I think it was like a hundred pins. If I, I, it wasn't good. So, so you got to. So you, you're telling you. So mentally, you're thinking, I got to clutch this. I'm thinking I got to clutch this for us to, to have a chance to get fourth. Okay. And, uh, we got two tries, and Mario Kart kind of was a little breath of fresh air, but not really, because I'm like, I've had better times than this. You got to make up for, for bowling and basketball, and who I think hula hoop I did average. Like, I think it was my average score, but I had, like, really good scores compared to my average, and I don't think it was one of those, but it was, like, it worked, you know? Like, uh, and, I would have been fine. Again, t- so, going back on it just slightly, were you tightening up, you think? Like, this is the finals, and were you kind of, like, playing a little tight than you normally were? Is that what you think it was? I don't know what it is, because I didn't feel nervous. Mm-hmm. And the same thing kind of happened at the 2017 World Championships, I had the times I practiced with on my practice runs would have won at most of the locations because it was one of the last locations and that I was playing at the, the Minnesota one specifically. Right. When I was practicing for Minnesota, I was getting amazing times that could have beat that could have won in Chicago. It could have won in other locations during my practice, during my actual competition. And you could go multiple times. I think I right. went like, I went like a hundred times. I didn't come within four seconds of my best time. Oh, wow. And like, I didn't feel nervous at all. But then I'm up there and I'm like, I must be, even though I don't feel nervous. Because And then that night I get home and I get a time that would have, because it's two days. Right. There's a Saturday and a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, I don't get home. I get back to the hotel. It's Minnesota. I get back to the hotel and I get a time that would have put me at first place for Saturday. Oh. And I was like, Ouch. So I'm like, all right, you'll have it in the morning. You know, you can do it. And then again, I didn't come within four seconds of my best time. Thankfully, at the end, a guy showed up with an hour left, played once, got like the best overall time that I had never come, that I hadn't even touched. Mm -hmm. So that like was like kind of a breath of fresh air. It was like, okay, this guy just did. I can't be mad at myself because if he didn't come, I would have been mad at myself because it's like, you should have won that. You've done it multiple times. Yeah. Then he shows up and it's like, all right, even if you would have played your best, he would have beat you. So uh, that was only my second week having the game, though, in my only my first week practicing with knowing the trick. So I was happy with getting like 52nd overall, I think. But what did uh, you uh, back to? Oh, sorry. What what uh, what what strat did you use in 17? In 17, uh, you had to do the wall jump. Mm-hmm. Uh and so you were doing the wall ride. Were you doing the uh, the splash as well, or just uh, taking the wall rides? Were they doing the what? The splash shortcut. Were you going to the lava shortcut? Oh, yeah, that's the, that's what I meant. Where you? That's what I meant when well, I there, said there the wall were, jump. There are two. Yeah, you could so ride. So there are two the strats, right? Yeah, you could either ride the walls, and there was another strat that that worked at some locations. The location that I was at had both of the world the the, the, the world record holder for that track was there, as well as his best friend. And um, so, like, 
we were kind of discussing what the other locations were doing and there's a whole forum on it and everything else. Some people were, were just using the uh, shortcut where you jump into the lava mm-hmm. and that was enough to win some of the stores. And then there's yep. the true wall ride strat, which is what they were doing, uh, you know, just cause they so, were that good. So I bought a D I hadn't owned a DS last handheld I had was a game boy advanced SP. Wow. So I bought a DS for this competition a week before the Chicago final, the Chicago, uh, qualifiers i didn't make it but then i found out like okay well i didn't know about this wall jump strat into the the lava which cuts so much time off yeah so i knew about it i saw someone do it online but i knew i knew okay 2010 someone got disqualified for glitching so whatever the difference is in 2010 it didn't just cut off a few seconds it made the whole race as long as one lap mm-hmm but so I, I get that difference looking back on it. But I was like, all right, you don't need to practice this. Just practice being as fast as you can because the people who try and wall jump aren't going to be allowed to continue. And then I find out, nope, we're allowing the glitch. And I'm like, well, shoot. I'm like, <laughs> I know for a fact I can't beat that. And I was at that point, I was just wall riding. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and then, shout out to Jeff, by the way, she's Chicago winner of 13 and over. Yep. Yeah. Jeff's awesome. And. So then I'm like, all right, go to Minnesota. It's next week. You have a week to practice. So I practice the wall jump and then I I'm also wall riding, but then I'm getting there and I'm not getting anywhere near my time, which was like not good. So I'm like, all right, just wall jump. That might be enough to win. And then if you get a good time wall jumping, then focus on getting an even better time wall jumping and wall riding. So that was the plan. It didn't play out because I wasn't playing as good as I wanted to. Uh, and it was really similar to that semifinals in 2010 with the bowling and the basketball. I didn't feel nervous at all. But then as it continued, I'm like, I'm not doing good. I must be nervous, even though I don't feel it. And then it's like, well, now I'm starting to feel it because I'm playing like garbage. So oh. we're at New Super Mario Bros. What was that? Oh, just uh, I, you you weren't in privy to the conversation, but when we were talking to Robin Mihara, he was talking about people who choke, quote unquote, and how it's not really a mental deficiency. It's I, I think tightening up doesn't mean you're nervous per se. I think it's just a it's a defense mechanism that's probably involuntary. And I'm just kind of digging into that a little bit. That's why I asked the question. And I'm sorry we threw that off way off into the loop and went into 17 and stuff. But I find myself doing the same things in those moments and. I just kind of wonder what other people do in these same situations. So that's kind of why I've asked the question, but all right. <laughs> but yeah, I think I tied it back pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so back to the semifinals. I did good at Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. I did good. At, I did good at Mario Kart and I think Frank did fine. And I don't know if it was taking our best time individually or the best time as the team, but either way I had a solid time that, if I didn't have these ungodly times before, I think I would have been proud of. And I think it was probably enough to beat most of the people anyways. Yeah. Uh, so now it's just new super Mario bros world five dash four. And we got two tries and there's this whole crowd behind us <laughs> and little fun fact. You got a camera cause there's cameras everywhere, even though there's no footage. Oh, but there was a camera, I guess, filming 
like kind of right behind us and we're kind of if this is the if this is the tv we're kind of on each side of it playing you know like you can see the tv between me and frank Mm -hmm. but then behind us through the crowd chris and tj are like directly behind us granted a few feet back but they're talking to each other in a little wider out and this camera's behind them so there's a camera shot of them looking over at us where you can still see the gameplay in between all of that. And while we're playing, they're discussing what we're doing and they're like, Oh, that was good. He, he landed that he's on the boat. Like he needs to be, we don't hear them at all. Uh, someone told the Nintendo guys, they're like, yeah, those guys trained them. And I guess they misunderstood and thought they were saying that they were training us. So he was like, you train them. And they were like, yeah. And he's like, well, no training. This, this and it was just like, they're like, yeah, we're not telling them anything right now. Uh, either way, the very first time we killed it, we nailed the strategy perfectly. And I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, it was one of our best scores ever. I knew I had to do it. And there's a point where if you you have to do it. And if you don't do it, you don't do it. Like, yeah. wow, Zach, this is some really deep stuff. <laughs> you did it because you had to do it. And if you don't do it, you don't do it. And you oh, did man, it. Oh, man, write a book. Oh, but, wow. So what did you end up finishing in the semifinals? Were you in first so, or? they announce the semifinals from fourth place to first place. They mm-hmm. get on stage. The MC announces all that stuff. Apparently he's still, uh, Justin Barube, uh, from, uh, Nintendo. What is it? it? Man, it is. I am tired. Uh, it's Nintendo world report. Uh, I was talking to him cause he was playing in 2010 as well. He was one of the, he was in the, uh, the grand championships and, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Where'd you finish in the oh, semis? Yeah. Uh, so the announcer announces the fourth place team. And I'm like, if they don't announce this, we don't make it. Announces it. We don't make it. And I'm just like, I, I ruined it. I let us down. Uh, oh, the reason I said the thing about Justin Baru is because he told me the announcer still works at Nintendo, I guess. So I'm trying to track him down. Announcer announces the third place team. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's a slim chance we got third. Not us. Oh. I instantly just... I instantly just dropped my head because I know I ruined it, you know? Oh. Like, it's over. And he announced the second place, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. That's not going to be us. And lo and behold, it's not us. And then a kid comes up to me, and he like, he's like, hey, congrats, man. You got it. And I was like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> and he goes, and first place. And, you know, they're, like, trying to hype this up. He's the MC. He's, like, doing his thing. Right. And first place... And there's the big pause and the drum roll. The young calves! And I went from, like, head dropped. And I was just like, I, like, jumped. I had no idea. I did not expect that to be. So then we got to go up on stage and, like, like take a bow or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. we got to go up on stage with the other, the other three finalist teams from the team category. But I didn't think, I didn't know Mario Kart and New Super Mario Bros. were weighted so heavily. Mm-hmm. And all I was thinking about was an average hula hoop score, a poor basket, a very poor basketball score and a not good bowling score. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's over. Like, and so, yeah, he said, and your first place team, you got this man. Congratulations, dude. That's you guys. <laughs> oh no, it's not <laughs> the young calves. And I was just like, wow. I couldn't, I was the most, it was like the second most unreal moment of the competition. Be, the first being winning the whole thing? 
No. First being the Mario Kart in the finals. Okay. I guess good that segue was, to that. Yeah, that tell us about that. So finals kind of played the same as the semifinals. I did better, but I still didn't do that hot at bowling or basketball. Uh, I got a, I think I did decent at bowling. I think it was like not bad, but it was just like your average person playing Wii, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we weren't in first at bowling. The next was basketball. We still, we were in third or fourth after basketball. Thankfully, you both play everything and they changed it. Instead of Mario Kart being Coconut Mall or being Mushroom Gorge, it is now Coconut Mall for the finals. Mm-hmm. But uh, then, do you know this going in that that might have been a change, or have you? Were yep, just... we knew that we knew that the day of the finals to practice, or the night before. Okay, we knew that the day before. Uh, so bowling, decent, not good enough to be in first or second place. Basketball did not do well. We were in third or fourth. Hula hoop, we end up in third at this point mm-hmm. uh, after hula hoop. Next is Mario Kart, and Frank goes first. So how it worked is it's a four-player race instead of a time trial. All the other ones were time trials. Oh, so items are on. And... Race. Yeah. Items are on. It's set to it's set to aggressive, I believe. And yep. there is one player from each team competing. Interesting. Frank goes first and he gets second. The team that is in first gets first. And I'm like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Because now if I get first, and I'm not saying what Frank did wasn't good. Like he still got second. Like we needed that. Yeah. But it's not good that the first place team is the one who got first because now if I get first and they get second, that cancels out. We each got first and second. It's going to be the mm-hmm. exact same score in Mario Kart. And they're still going to be in first place. This isn't good at all. There's only Super Mario Bros. after this. So I start off and I think Frank might have been using the GameCube controller. I'm not sure. Chris and TJ were saying that GameCube controller is way more precise than the wheel. But the wheel's my baby. Like I got to I love this. I love it. Keep going. I, I trust myself with that. It, the GameCube controller might be more precise. Like I'm not denying that, but I trust myself with that wheel more than I trust anyone with a GameCube controller. See, so I, I, I little tangent, these, these people that have absolute strategies that this is the better way. This is no, 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 no. Winners win their own way. And this is a classic example of that. So keep going. Well, they did have the highest score overall out of all the winners, but to give credit where credit's due, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to knock them. They're like we probably wouldn't have done it without them. I don't know if I don't know if our normal Mario Kart. I don't know if my good Mario Kart score in the semifinals and a normal Super Mario Bros. score. Right. Well, like we we would have got a good score because other teams didn't have a strategy like that. Everyone was running through it as quick as possible. Right. So I trust myself to be better at that than them, but I don't know if. It would it might have been marginal where Mario Kart would have had to make up the difference. So I don't know if we would have made it into the finals as the fourth place team or what without them. So without them, nothing would have happened. But uh, or potentially nothing could have happened. Uh, so you got your Wii so wheel. Your, your... I'm the Wii wheel. Everyone else is like GameCube controller. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every everyone else is all about their or or not GameCube controller. I think it was nunchuck and Wii remote right okay to, to correct 
But either way, it's the joystick. Yes, you know, right. everyone else yeah, is yeah. nunchuck and Wii remote, not GameCube. The joystick's the important part, not the controller. Right. Right. I'm up there at my wheel. You don't want to risk in Coconut Mall. There's these non-player cars. They're like an obstacle. They move forward and they go back. They move forward and they go back in yep. a parking spot. And yep. when they move forward, there's a booster behind them. But if you touch them at all, like even if it's like you run into the side of them as they're backing up and they're not actually even hitting you, you wipe out. You're not supposed to risk that because it's just not worth it if you wipe out. And Frank got second and the first place team got first. So I have to. Mm. And the race starts. I wipe out on that. So I'm in fourth. It's the beginning of the race. And the first place team is in first. And I'm just like, all right. You can come back from this. You got items. And so Mm -hmm. I slowly pick my way up and I'm just pick off the third place. I switch spots with him. Let's go. And I pick off the second place, switch spots with them. And it's the third lap, and it's at the part of the mall where there's the fountains, and there's that staircase. And I know for a fact he's going to get the item box at the top of the staircase, and there's only one, which means I'm not going to have another item box until the very last turn of the race. Mm -hmm. So I need to make this count now. And Chris and TJ's advice when we were practicing in Mario Kart was... If you have a banana, maybe drop it behind you because you don't want to run into the banana. (laughs) And the most important advice was, and they harped on this a lot because it's really important. The worst item you can get is a bomb. Because if you hold a bomb, if you if you don't ever throw a bomb in front of you, because if you throw the bomb, you're always going to run into the explosion. It's Mm -hmm. a stupid item. Yep. And if you try and hold the bomb, you can't do that either. Cause now if someone hits you with a shell, you wipe out in the explosion there. So the bomb is like the no go item. You just got to drop it and keep driving. And I'm at this fountain and I know this item box is going to be my last one until the last turn of the race, which he would probably be right by the finish line at that point. And I'm praying as I'm playing, I don't hear anything besides my own heartbeat. I'm like, God, God, I need, I need either a blue shell, a red shell, or a bomb. And ding, it's the bomb. And I know third place and fourth place are behind me. I hold down the trigger. I'm holding this bomb behind me. And I'm trying to catch up to this guy and line up with him. And I hear Chris and TJ screaming, drop it, drop it drop it it's the only thing i hear besides my own heartbeat is them screaming (laughs) drop it and how this feels for me is you know in star wars when vader's trying to get luke and he's got that little screen and it's trying to line up the shot great analogy that's exactly how it feels because this is a throw this isn't a shell you can't bounce this you can't shoot it straight you got to land the throw. Yep. <laughs> so I'm angling myself and I'm like, I can do this. I know for a fact I can do this all day, every day. So I hear them drop it, drop it. And I don't even know how I had time to think because everything was going so slow and it's silent besides them. And I, I can't hear anything. Besides. And I just do a quick thing to myself. Oh man, I wonder what they're going to do now. And I throw it and I hear them. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> and then it lands right on top of the guy. A dead hit right around the corner. It lands on top of him. <laughs> the whole audience starts cheering. For some reason, me and Frank, me and Frank were the favorites the whole time. I don't know why. Uh, well, you were first in the yeah. semis, so. Yeah, but besides that, like, I mean, out of every uh, competing category that played, like, no one was as invested for any of the other. The audience wasn't as invested for any of the categories mm -hmm. than for when me and Frank were playing. Nice. And I have no clue why. Maybe it was because while everyone else is putting on all of their Nintendo stuff at the beginning of the finals, you know, I'm taking off my jacket and I got nothing but but a sleeveless beater in my shorts on. And I'm like, everyone's like multi-tiered <laughs> stuff. And they like had to wait a second to start the round. Cause I'm taking my hat off, taking my jacket off, sliding my flip flops off to like be in my battle. So like maybe Getting like, serious. I mean, maybe I seem, maybe we seemed the least gamer in the most like normie, which isn't true, but I don't know. I don't know what it was, but they, they freaking anytime we did anything, they cheered for us. But Line that up. Drop it. Drop it. No. And then just get hit with. And the world was silent to me besides hearing them vaguely in the background shouting at me. Everything was silent. Mario Kart was silent. It was just my heartbeat and them in the background. That bomb lands. And as soon as it does, I hear. The, and then all the sound just comes back in the room and I get hit by a, like a wave. Like it's probably not true in my head. I got a standing ovation. Like that's how much like all the applause <laughs> just like hit at once. Like everyone like went nuts for that. And then at that point I passed him and I finished the race in first. Cause that was the very, that was the end of the third lap. But more importantly, mm -hmm. I believe that put him in fourth for that race. It might have put them wow. in third. So because of that, instead of it being they got first, we got second, we got first, they got second, cancels out. It's we got first and second, they got first and fourth. So That's oh, wow. at that point, they knew the last game was New Super Mario Bros. And they saw what we did at the semifinals. And no, none of the other teams had a strategy like that. So at that point comes over and he shakes my hand he's like hey congratulations man like we know <laughs> we know we can't get you here and i told him i said it's not over did they even try yeah they tried they, they tried had, they they, they came tried up with the strategy. strategy they came up with their own strategy that was because they had they had a night point. they had a night to practice this so i mean if they had come in cold again this one without honestly without there's so many specifics hit this specific jump here yeah, yeah, yeah. land on the specific yes. guy here do this like Unless it's explained. Yeah, there's no way. It took the first day me and Frank were practicing. We didn't like, we got it like every six times. And then we went to sleep. Frank had a dream that his dad, who's dead, gave him advice on how to do it. We got up in the morning. Frank gets me up and he's like, my dad told me how to do this. I and love it. He's like, we got to change something. That's so awesome. we tried it and we got it on our first try. And then we got it basically every try after that. We got a little less coins than Chris and TJ because we modified the strategy, but it was consistent for us. So right. we go into the finals. He says, you know, second place comes out. He's like, hey, he's like, we know we know we can't pass you here. So congratulations. I always said it's not over. And we you got to go twice. Both scores counted. Mm. So 
the first time their strategy there's like these little mini goombas that if they land on you you go slower or whatever but they count as enemies so they'd get them on them and that would slow the boat down enough for one of them to collect more coins so they were like the only teens that actually evolved their strategy if i remember correctly so like major props to them to yeah. come up with that overnight yeah every single adult category every single one of the adults competing in the finals had some sort of strat but the team category at that point no one was really besides us in the semifinals no one really had had something like that everyone was trying to get through it as quick as possible so the finals come we kill it the first time and then the second time i got hit by uh something i got hit by an enemy but it didn't matter i would just jump on i would jump on the goomba and i would jump on the bomb and i would hold him so then frank would shoot him and the coins would still go to me and i'd have to throw them off so we got a little less coins because of that, but I still adapted and handled it. And we knew at that point we were already in first coming into that. And then we had way more points than anyone else. We had way more coins than anyone else. And that was the last thing. So we knew that, that we won at that point. Wow. But Amazing. Yeah. That Mario Kart was the, the turning point. And Chris and TJ even said, they're like, dude, I'm calling you the bomb from now on. And they're like, I don't know if you heard, but when you had that, we were shouting for you to drop. I was like, no, I heard. That was the only thing I heard. Like, the whole room was silent. And then there's that's like a, this voice in the back of my head, drop it. That's a movie mm-hmm. moment right there. It, it is. Yeah. It was. I like get chills every time I re- like remember that. And every time I see every time I see them, Chris is always like. I'm still never going to get over your bomb. <laughs> I, <was just> like, <laughs> I was like, me neither, man. Me neither. So who's going to play you in the movie when they uh, do the reenactment? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. How many years in the future is that going to be? Maybe one of the kids from Stranger Things? <laughs> no. Oh, there you go. That's All good. Right. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I was going to say, like, I was going to say Brad Pitt, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just <laughs> Brad, Brad Pitt playing a 16-year-old kid. I don't know how well that's going to work out. It says at the bottom, this is a dramatization. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> Straight out of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that's too funny. That is, so that... tell, us, tell us about the... Because, um, you, you know, you said that you were doing a documentary. You've got your GoFundMe, which we're going to put the link to and everything. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the documentary, what it is that you're, uh, what it is that you're working on, and uh, what your plans are for it. So originally, after meeting Chris, uh, I was just like, okay, the competition guy who knows the competitions from the 80s that had 72 people and like has got like their names down doesn't know that this happened eight years ago. There's no hope. Guilty. There's no hope. So I was like, I got to get something done. I got to figure something out. So... This this guy makes a YouTube video, and he going into the 2017 finals. He does a YouTube video about uh, all of Nintendo's previous competitions, mm-hmm. and he does uh, 1990, and he's got people's names, he's got people's scores. This is the most complete video I've seen, and I'm like, okay. Does 1991 again? He's got people's names, he's got people's scores, he's got specific details. I'm like. This is looking good. Like, I'm finally going to see 2010 in something. Does 1992, which, you know, both campus challenges were way smaller than this thing. Mm -hmm. This thing 
you know, like I said, was open for 170 unique qualifier days. And Mm -hmm. like the total number of days, if you count the hours, it was open is 53 days, 10 and a half hours. That's crazy. And I'm like, this guy's going to have that information. He's going to talk about 20, he gets to power fest 94 gives the rundown for how it works. People's names, people's scores. And I'm like, yes, like I'm next. I'm next. (laughs) And then he says, and then for some reason, Nintendo took a break until 2014. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah, there you go. That's are you kidding me? Right. I'm like, you include NES remix Mm -hmm. because it had that that world championship mode that you could unlock. But not the actual tournament. (laughs) You you've done so much research that, you know, people's names and scores and other competitions. Mm -hmm. And 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 if a guy who does that much research, because the only way you're going to know about to do research on 2010 is if you know about it, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, if a guy's doing that much research and nothing about 2010s come up, no one's ever going to do anything about it. There's never going to be anyone who researches and, oh, look what I just stumbled upon. So I'm like, I got to make something. If it needs to be done, I've been saying for eight, I've been waiting eight years to see something. So you can either be a, you can either be someone on the sidelines watching and waiting, or you can, you can do it. Yeah. Because things don't get done unless you do them. So, man, Zach, spitting out this knowledge, things don't get done that's, unless you do unless them. You do them. That's why ah. all three of us are sitting here. We all have our individual stories, and here, here we are. We, we want, we want everybody to know about them. And even if it's just for our own amusement and preservation, they're there. And if somebody wants to do the digging, the next kid who's coming up is going to make a video. He's going to see this. He's like, oh wow, and then there, mm-hmm. there you go, down that rabbit hole. So exactly and this doc was supposed to be a lot smaller originally originally i was like all right frank lives an hour from me and i visit him a lot and my best friend is in one of my best friends is in film school and he's been literally saying he's going to be a filmmaker since he's nine and he's 26 and he's been he's been putting the work in and whenever I'm hanging out with him, all he's doing is watching videos on how to make stuff and like how to cut stuff better. And like mm-hmm. the stuff he makes is phenomenal. So I'm just like, all right, I have access to someone who can, who can edit, edit this for me. I got me, I got Frank and Chris and TJ are about an hour and a half drive. I can do that. That was it originally. And then I was just like, well, you know what? There might be other people who want to be in this. So it wasn't, there wasn't supposed to be a GoFundMe. There wasn't supposed to be anything. So, then I, I started reaching out to other people and every single person I reached out to that I could find that was in the competition was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I would love to be in that. Like, and then I started having people reach out to me. Oh, Dorian's out. Yep. I'll there wait. He is. Keep going. And then I started having people reaching out to me, uh, and be like, Hey, I know you're amazing. I would love to, I have, I have stories I would love to share. I have, uh, you know, stuff that happened. I would love to talk about. And all of a sudden I have all these people all over the country who are like, Hey, I'd love to, you know, like I could give a phone call or something. And I'm just, I, there's no one who wants to be in it that I'm like, no, you know? So 
now all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's me, Frank, Chris, and TJ. And then like, all of a sudden it's going to cut to like videos filmed on people's crappy webcams, like, or phone calls recorded, like interlaced in that. Like that doesn't work. Like that just looks shoddy. Mm. So I was like, I got to go see these people. I got to go film with them. I got to hear. Cause that was originally, it was in the Facebook chat that I heard about that trophy not working, you know, Mm. or being broken from the TSA. And it's like, what? Like, that's insane. Like, that's that's absolutely insane that, like, the TSA destroys this Nintendo trophy from the first competition in 20, in 20 years is how Nintendo was pitching it. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's power vessels. But, uh, yeah, and I just was like, I had talked to you already, and I knew how, like, Wikipedia had erased all the competitors' names. Yep from 1990 because that's irrelevant information somehow and i'm just like personally identifiable information i guess who knows yeah and it's just like i need this done right and i need this to be solid and i was thinking about (laughs) i was thinking about you know king of kong and like that's a well-made movie even if it's a fiction it's a well-made movie and that's why people remember it. And it happened at a time where I'm like, okay, King of Kong's kind of gone now because of everything that unfolded. Like that's lost its iconic status. I'm like, something needs to fill it. And there's nothing there. If I can get everybody's stories about a forgotten competition as esports is now at its biggest ever, when they get over like, what was it? It was like over when Fortnite had that rocket launch Twitch, Mm recorded over like 2 billion 2 billion hours that week or something like that that people were watching streams not that people were streaming that people were watching i'm like this is erupting it's still other than disney xd it doesn't really come on tv like people think like we're in the golden age we're not yet nope like right. you can't go on tv and on a sunday morning and watch people competing in madden or whatever so it's very much still the formative years, even though people think this is like the permanent mold. And I'm like, a forgotten. Cause you know, I think from a filmmaker and a storyteller perspective too, like my biggest motivation is I want all these people's stories shared, which is why like I was contacting these people in the first place. I was like, well, I don't want this to just be me, Frank, Chris and TJ. There's other people who might have stuff to say, you know, if this was about me, it would have just been me, Frank, Chris and TJ, but then all these people all over the country have contacted me and I'm like, okay, I want to make something worthwhile. I want to deliver this in a way that it actually spreads. So the stories can be heard. Not like, Hey, we made this thing once. If you go on YouTube and type in the specific name, you'll find it. Like I want to do these people a service of having their stories shared. And I want to do it the right way where it spreads and where, where people know about it and this might not be good to say, but most importantly for me, like is the history aspect. Like as much as I want all, like all the stories and my own stories and the bomb like out there. Yeah. More importantly than that, I want there to be a video about Nintendo's competitions and then it gets to 2010 and says, Hey, there's then the Wii games 2010 happened. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, 
I want it. I just want it to be remembered. That's the biggest motivation. Yeah. So I'm just trying to make something really, really special. And I think you can see that with me out of my own pocket. I didn't, I didn't use GoFundMe money out of my own pocket. I went to Florida to get footage. Cause I'm like, I need to show something. Yeah. And I'm waiting right now on, on CND. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is. Captain Nintendo dude. He's the first guy to buy a switch. Uh, he's the first guy to buy Mario Odyssey. He's got like 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. Right. And his family home, he recently moved to New York, but his family home is really close to me. And I was hanging out with him at E3 and he wants to do a video on, on me. Cause he thinks that would get a lot of views. If he titled a video, the biggest Nintendo competition you never heard of. Yeah. So we're trying to coordinate that. If it doesn't happen before the holidays, I'm just gonna, if it doesn't happen before the new years, I have a lot of content I've been piling up. Mm-hmm. My network's not big. So like I can share these, these giveaways as much as I want, but the reach is going to be limited. It'll have some impact, but if I get a spotlight shined on me, and by CND because he's got videos that get like a hundred thousand views the first day he posts them, you know. Wow. If if I get a spotlight shined on me, and then I do these giveaways, that's got a bigger reach. Right. Well, I and that's, just keep waiting on him though. Yeah. If so. you 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 have the goods ready to go when that spotlight comes, that's that's the important yep. thing. Put in the work now, even if it's not com- this podcast. The technical problems. We're not. We're. we're I don't know how big it's ever going to be, but it's just a document and you're going to see the evolution of how we are getting the quality better and the conversation yeah, going to get better. I'm going to be a better host, hopefully, but, but it's, 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 it's all natural. I think it's you're all a great evolution. host. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and like when we did that panel up in Milwaukee last year or this year, like you were, you were great in front of the crowd. So you, you've got some chops too. So you're, you're not your typical awkward I don't know how either. Of... I don't have a smooth bone in my body. Hey, you, you that did it, panel, dude. <laughs> dude, that panel, the way everything went wrong for me and yeah. how I pulled that together, that was that was probably the smoothest moment of my life. <laughs> when you when you got up and showed the kid how you did the hula motion, you stole the show. You were you were great. And nice. like your your audio didn't work on your preview, so you just did the whole damn pitch and yeah. off Dorian, the did you see have you seen that panel? No, but I need to. So what ends up happening is uh steve when steve's going his video doesn't have any audio and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh no so then (laughs) you show more videos of because the midwest gaming uh the midwest gaming classic was supposed to be my my launch of the gofundme Ah. i was waiting to i was waiting until that day and then i was gonna be like and you guys are the first people to see this it's live now steve's video has no audio i'm like oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then on my video, I have my camera on a tripod. So it's like clo- at the end of the table, filming down the table at all of us. Poor Jeff isn't in it a lot because of being down the table. But I'm going to intercut more footage later when I get it from from Jason Garris. Yeah. But uh, so what ends up happening, then Chris plays another video for for Tim and there's audio. And I'm like, yay. And on my video, you see me like you see my face. I look at my girlfriend because my camera's right here. When mm-hmm. Steve's video has no audio, you see me <laughs> like already being like, "Oh no, yep, right." <laughs> so then mine, we go to play mine, 
And I'm like, all right, the audios work for all these. Steve's must have just been like on a on a bad file or something. No audio. Chris says no audio. And I'm like, I uploaded it to YouTube. Maybe you could go to YouTube and find it. So then he goes to YouTube and I'm like, because he played Tim's video from YouTube, if I remember correctly. Probably. And your, your Zelda highlight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this will work. So then he goes to YouTube and then there's no audio. And I'm like, oh man. And this notebook that I have that I was reading these numbers off of, I brought it for the Q&A in case people ask questions during the Q&A. Like, I can give specific answers. We are open this many hours. Right. Well, this notebook happens to be the same one that I was writing my lines for that video for. (laughs) Oh, nice. So half of it was written, and then the other half was, like, ad-libbed. So the audio's going, and I was like, you know what? Do-do-do-do-do. And the video's been going for a while already, though, so I know what's ahead. I start reading. I'm, like, skipping stuff that's on there. And I even say, like, well, I got to go faster now because I'm sure the video is way ahead. Mm-hmm. I skip so much stuff. And at the video, there's this cool part where I'm, like, you know, why should you give to this GoFundMe? How, like, why does this – how – why does – why would this guy care? How do you know he know? how do I – you know I know what I'm talking about? And then it cuts to a different shot, and I'm, like – because and then i lift it up i'm like my name is zach Hendricks. i'm one of the winners of the biggest nintendo competition you never heard of so huh. it gets to the timing I'm, yeah i'm spamming this stuff just like reading as fast as i can and i know the video's probably ended so i'm like okay well just tell them like the point and i was like and then at that point in the video i'm like why can you why can you trust me why does this guy know what i'm talking about and i like get, gesture like this and the audio cuts back on the video and it goes, because my name is Zach Hendricks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. So That's I somehow crazy. I somehow caught back up. Right. And, said, and then it says, and as I point, it interrupts me and says what I was about to say. That's amazing. It's like the most it's like one of the most iconic things I've done. <laughs> That's right up there with the bomb. Yeah, that's right, like yeah. right behind the babam. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Chris, and I just love that story so much. No, no, that was that's it, it was it, it, here we're talking about stories about telling our stories now. It's so meta at this point. Yeah, right. That that's a whole new level of meta. So, uh, do you go to a lot of the different gaming classic shows, or is it just uh, you happen to go to that one because it's somewhat close? I went to that one because uh, Chris Chris asked if I wanted to be on the panel, and I was like, yeah. Cause I've always Got wanted it. to be on a panel. Uh, that was my first convention period. That oh, I've wow. gone to. Uh, so it was kind of cool to be at my first convention with the VIP badge. Uh, and I go to like Nintendo's got like their Nintendo holiday event. at Woodfield mall out here by me that, uh, they just have like a bunch of switch games and stuff. I go to that stuff and I like film a little bit and I like hang out and like, I've been to I've been to Xbox events and like mm-hmm. other events and like I love Xbox. I have an Xbox. Like I up until Smash came out, I was playing more on that <laughs> than I was on my Switch, you know. Yeah. And Nintendo's just always going to be my favorite because like everyone's so friendly. Like the the Nintendo community really is amazing. Mm-hmm. And like I said like I've been to Xbox stuff. It's just like I'm at a game event. Like it's cool. I'm enjoying it. I love it. But, like, it's just a thing I'm at. Or, like, at the Nintendo event, like, when I showed up to the Nintendo holiday event this year, 
all the workers were like, oh, hey, how's it been? I haven't seen you in a while. They remembered me from last year. And I didn't have this coat on. I didn't have this jacket on like I normally mm-hmm. do because it was they last just remembered. Friday and I was already yeah. there. So it wasn't like, oh, there's the guy with the finalist jacket. They they knew my face, you know, like they remembered right. me. Like, it's just such tight knit. It's just a, such a tight knit community where like even at 2015, even at 2017, and I'm sure you can attest to this. Everyone's like, oh, what time did you get? Oh, this time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll beat it. Like we're all cheering each other on and mm-hmm. like yep. sharing secrets. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I wasn't sharing secrets. I'm not that nice. Like I want to be <laughs> nice, but I also want to win. But yeah. like if it's like a little kid, like I was sharing, I was sharing secrets and advice and like how to wall jump with the little kids that I knew that weren't going to get the record, but were sad that they couldn't make it. Like right. they had the their own track. So it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. And like, I more mean like the 13 year olds and the right, 14 okay. year olds, yeah. but like, like I let, you know, but like, I'm like lending my, my, my DS charger to people because theirs are dying while they're practicing and mine's already full still. So like, here you go. And like, that's not just like, oh man, Zach's so nice lending his stuff. That's everybody there. Right. And like, whenever there's a Nintendo event, I want to be there. I went to E3 for the first time this year. That was mainly, I've always wanted to go my excuse was networking for the the documentary to like spread the news out makes sense and that's where i met cnd that's where that's where i linked up with mason the delfino uh shout out mason uh that's where i've met like i made a lot of great connections there so like the networking part was a success but also like that was a dream that was a dream going to e3 you know and like here i am with like my favorite Nintendo YouTubers. I'm with like the Nintendo power couple and I'm with Alex Trevino who does like all the, the editing and like is the director for the Zelda universe stuff. And -hmm. I'm telling them how like, yeah, they let me in the smash line earlier, even though I didn't have my, it wasn't my time because how smash worked at E3 was, uh, you got an email ahead of time where you could like book a block of time that you would wait in line. Mm. Uh, you had to use your E3 ticket as a confirmation. There was also just a uh, a stand-in line, like just a waiting line, if you didn't book a time. The first day, though, basically nobody knew that because we all got this email. And it's like, oh, that's how Smash is going to work. We're going to have a set of block of time. So I'm just walking by, and they're like, hey, you want to play Smash? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I don't have my – I haven't – I already used my time yesterday. And then the lady was like, I'm asking if you want to play Smash right now. And I was just like, <laughs> Oh, nice. And I was just like, oh, Yeah, but I mean, what about, isn't there like, you know, a line? And then she's like, Would I be asking if there was a line? She's like, Get in here. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so I just, that had nothing to do with me being the wee guy. It was people call me. But uh, as I'm telling the story about Smash, because I'm like, Yeah, I got to play it a second time to the Nintendo power couple and, and Alex Trevino, they're like, well, you think you can get us in? And I'm like, wait, what? No, did you not hear what I just said? Like they just, cause no one was in line. They're like, yeah, but do you think you can do that again? You think that you can get us in? I'm like, well, I don't know. People are in the stand in line now. And they're like, no, you can do it, buddy. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm... so now I'm like walking, leading like my favorite YouTubers and like the guy who like basically runs my, like the biggest, I think Zelda universe is the biggest Nintendo uh, 
fan magazine or whatever, like if I remember correctly. So like I'm like leading these people who like I know from like they're like people I watch videos of, you know. I'm leading them to Smash Bros. I'm like, hey, you were invited to the Smash Invitational, right? You got to be a spectator. So you have that VIP Smash badge behind your normal E3 badge. Put that in front of your normal, because their normal E3 badge was the same as mine. It was just a guest, right. you know. I'm like, mm -hmm. put that Smash badge in front of your E3 one because that one says VIP on it. So then we go online. I'm like, so then what you ask them, like, hey, can we play? Uh, hey, can we play? And they're like, look at it and they see like the VIP thing. I'm like, yeah, get in here, guys. So I was just like, <laughs> like, it was just unreal. Like, E3 was just like better than I ever imagined. Like, it was just such an unreal experience. You know, Kojima waved to us. That was awesome. Wow. Like, nice. Yeah, it was just so many. I made so many friends there. And like, I'm going to more more conventions now. My goal is to do something a month, whatever oh, it wow. is, whether it's a convention, whether it's flying somewhere to film for the documentary, whether it's a local competition that I got to drive to Chicago for to play. My goal is I want to do something a month because life's that's too good. short not to. And yep. that's all because of like, it all goes, it's nuts. Cause for me, like, even though I've been a gamer my whole life, I haven't been involved in the communities and it all goes back to winning in 2010. But then even past that, it goes back to, to Jason seeing my jacket and inviting me to mm -hmm. the St. Jude's thing. Like we should, um, we, we should get you out to Portland, Oregon for a uh, PRGE this next year. Uh, I, I kind of want that to be a uh, hub for this podcast, get a bunch of us to do a panel or event or something like that. Uh, but there's we've met other people who are not in our actual circle who are also at PRGE, so I think that'd be a good place to kind of gather everybody. And if it all goes super well, there's a certain city about two hours north of there that hosts a certain company. I'm not I'm not going to be specific here, but, you know, there, there could be... Yeah, so anyway... This has been awesome. We have almost talked for three hours, and we probably have wow. more stories. Wow! Uh, and I'd love to, I'd love to have you and Frank on. I'd love to have the four of you all from Chicago on at some point. But uh, like this has just scratched the surface, and we've gotten total Joe Rogan here. So uh, I got to get to bed because yeah. <laughs> I got to get yeah. up in three hours. But it's yeah, been this a, has been great. Yeah, I got to get up in like four hours. Yeah. But I don't care. I, I feel wonderful. This this like again. This is the fourth episode, and we've yet to have a stinker. I mean, this has been great, and and I can't wait to see what's down the road. And thanks for being on. And I'm rambling again, but that's that's three thirty a.m. talk for you. One last question before we go. Yeah, yeah. So this has been about like you said about three hours. Mm -hmm. Are you going to upload a three hour podcast, or are you going to split this into a few podcasts? Three hour podcast. Like, is this going to be a part one, part two, and part three? I nope, think we're just gonna do one part. Joe Rogan is kind yeah. of my like like I don't I'm not the hugest fan of him per se, but his format's amazing. <laughs> I am. I'm I I, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. I'm like he's not like I like Joe Rogan a yeah. lot. I've liked Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't want to be like as a far Joe Rogan as you find footage from him. <laughs> I don't want to be like a big Joe Rogan kiss ass. That's all. I'm just trying to avoid that. But I I love the the I love the tangents. I love going off on completely. If we end up talking about conspiracy theories or something, great. I don't care. I'm with interesting people. We're the talking about social. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, here, here we're, you know, we're talking about 17, and we're talking about, you know, the the number of stations at a comp, comp like stuff that's not going to really matter in a soundbite. But 
in a form yeah, of a conversation, it's great. You're riveted. You're you're listening. It's friends talking. It's it, you don't see that, and even a documentary yeah. movie, you're not going to have time to get all 100 of these people giving all their stories. So mm-hmm. long form is really the only way to get everything down. And you've yep. been a big part by helping me out with this. And you know, you, you, I don't think 2010 is going to be forgotten for much longer. Let's just say that. I appreciate that, and I hope so. And I, I gotta say, for for about three hours too, it's pretty impressive that it pretty it's pretty impressive that we didn't uh, get into fall and even do the normal podcast tropes. So where are you now in life since the competition is ended? Like this is all just <laughs> been straight competition talk. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, yeah we, we well, had yeah, we kind of had always... to we had to pry in the plug for the GoFundMe. So I mean, that's that's how it goes when when people are really clicking. Yeah, again, we got to pry in the plug, guys. This yep, doesn't yep, just yep. mean trying to get money. Most of the money donated to GoFundMe is from me so far. But <laughs> I've, I've, I've chipped in some, and I'll get some more when I get yes, the funds. Yes, you have, and I appreciate that. And because, of course, this is going to be such a famous podcast, this will clearly get you <laughs> this huge boost in your uh, GoFundMe revenue bank account there. <laughs> Dozens of dollars. That's right. <laughs> we have made dozens of dollars. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you for your time tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Looking forward to uh, actually meeting you in person at some point. And thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, likewise. It was great to be here. And I look forward to being here again in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do a group talk. Maybe I don't know about uh, Mini or uh, uh, Milwaukee this year, but we'll definitely get the band back together at some point in the near future. Sounds good. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Good Bye, night. guys.